0: Hello and welcome back to the Euphoria Podcast. This is episode first. The, uh, we're going. We're going to continue with it. <laughs> you got to no the season. But... Already swore they're going to love this episode. They love editing this episode. Shout Wait, out did you to swear? Liz, who did you swear? edits our swears. I did. Um, <laughs> Shout out to Liz. We love Liz in this, at this podcast, Edits all of our swears. It's, dude,
1: this is like, this sort of the podcast is like EU at MSI. It's just a train wreck. It's oh, is oh, an no. instant train wreck, baby. Instant open straight, season. Straight into the LPL, LCL, best of five, baby.
2: Can files, we remake baby. it?
0: Nope. We're we're, this yo, is yo, it. Yo, his
1: cookies are bugged. I think we need yeah. to remake it. Yeah. <laughs> can we hurry up here? Uzi's
2: playing. I'd like to go watch Uzi's. <laughs> That's funny. I wrote this intro for
0: you. One sec. This is Euphoria Podcast, Spotify, Apple Podcast, YouTube SoundCloud. This is the first episode of the Summer Split um yeah so it's hype but that was the intro
1: you wrote that no i wrote
0: i just wanted to clarify that it's a summer split because we're not like we used to just call every new split a new season and we're not doing that anymore so i wanted to specify oh, yeah. this first episode to the start of summer um and i wrote this for you i wrote a blurb oh. that lines up perfectly with what you said dag to our special guest who feels a little less special every time he realizes he left the strongest region in the world do you think that's fair do you feel less special <laughs> yeah.
2: You, you stand up it's not even like, less it's just gone now <laughs> like, well, after, after MSI I was like look I'm just I just gotta revel in that LEC aren't well, as good as JDG welcome to our international revels. like <laughs> yeah. you guys were like oh
1: semis finals fine we we're like semis <laughs> <laughs> finals <laughs>
0: what <laughs> I'll take two games
1: <laughs> in the yeah. best of five I'll take
0: a game <laughs> yeah. we got a game we do <laughs> got a game true I, I give me a game longer than 20 minutes at this <laughs> Give me a game longer than 17. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, if you, for whatever reason, missed MSI, um, that's a weird hierarchy of priorities. I think most people like internationals the most, but like respect, that's some LEC dedication at least. Uh, Don't go back and watch it. Um, We did great. It was fantastic. They gave us our own special trophy that no one else knows about. And you can live, if you didn't watch any MSI, I want you to believe that in the same way that you believed all of those, ho- I don't know who does and doesn't believe about the holiday figures. And I'm trying to be vague here, the man in the red suit. I don't want to spoil
1: anyone because I don't know if people's kids listen
0: to this. Damn, I have to back up now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, are, quick, quick, quick. The thing I was going to say is can you imagine being an LEC fan, but never watching international events? You're like, you're watching the finals. You're like, oh, damn, Mad Lions. What a, what a great showing. I'll wait for summer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, summer's yeah. back. Let's see how mad You're back. like your 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 brain just has never really clocked any international events no. or international success whatsoever. You just only watch domestics. Yeah.
2: I ran into a dude like at a bar who only watches LFL I
1: thought this was a joke <laughs> no no genuinely
2: like he doesn't watch LEC doesn't watch any internationals only watches LFL that sounds I like, like that is commitment
1: but that also yeah. sounds sick that's a yeah. good I was, I was like Dag, the walks into a bar that's what I thought this was yeah. going nice. I mean I'm like... an Irishman it kind of happens <laughs> yeah.
0: apparently to be honest <laughs> that sounds wonderful that yeah. sounds like the equivalent of like being homeschooled Then your parents just don't teach you about the bad parts of the world yeah, you're yeah. just like you don't have the news you don't I, have anything, yeah. wow humanity's <laughs> doing great everything <laughs> is wonderful <laughs> (laughs) Literature and science. yeah. And then every time we go to internationals, we step outside and we're like, oh God, everything's on fire. Everything is bad.
1: Fire. The the Uh, problem is we can't put the fires out, can we? It's been years. It's been years. We didn't start the fire.
0: We are definitely fuel for the fire for Korea and yeah. China. Definitely, no, we're just food. We're food. <laughs> it's like Hunger Games are out feed, here. We're Hunger we Games are out beast. here with like a piece
1: of paper and some chopsticks or something. I don't know. They're running around with bows and shortcuts. yeah. It's like the start of. I actually
0: find I never realized I had never watched the Hunger Games, so now I can finally reference the Hunger Games. Nice. Yeah. nice. We're, we're the people who run out of the circle to hide yeah, in the forest.
1: Yeah. And and they
0: run it. in to pick up the swords and just start slaughtering
1: people. Like we are not we are not <laughs> the same. G2's got a water pistol, they got a game. Yeah, like water pistol, like they have trained their entire
0: life for the hunger games. We are just poor farmers who have been sent in to die. Help. Uh anyway, yeah, so MSI was rough. Uh, that was a bit over-dramatic, I think, for how, how bad it was, but it's definitely it is. There's a very clear divide. There's a very big gap. Uh, I think EU fans, you can hold on to hope that the, when NA and EU, if ever, get to play a best of five against each other, which we were guaranteed one at Worlds, that we'll see if there's a gap between NA and EU. Mm. But the gap between the East and the West is big and alive yeah. and very hard to well, cross. If you think about it,
1: BLG beat T1-3-1. Yeah. Yeah. And they beat Gen G3-0. And they beat G2-3-1. So technically... On paper, we're as good as the LCK. <laughs> Transitive Property does us a lot yeah. of favors. We just got to keep yeah. on to that. The second we start doing worse in series against similar teams, then we can start seeing it. But till then, we got something to hold on to. Yeah. So, that's the, the positivity we can go with.
0: Well, yeah. weren't Golden Guardians closer to beating BLG? No, don't worry about that. Because <laughs> they played in a best of three?
1: I don't remember that. <laughs> that's true. Did that happen? Uh, you know what? I don't think yeah. it did. No, it doesn't, it doesn't count. That doesn't count. Wow. Yeah. That Making some the... <laughs> propaganda. That never happened. <laughs> that was earlier on in the tournament. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gotta, it doesn't count. That was a couple days to go. They early. weren't trying. Yeah, yeah. 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 exactly. Yeah. So we're fine.
0: Yeah, we're fine. We're <laughs> chilling.
1: Um, the good news is
0: uh, if you are an LCK and LPL enjoyer, um, they've been playing a ton of games happening and you've been able to take a look at our thrilling new meta. Eighty carry items have been completely reworked. There's so many great changes. Um, they did absolutely nothing to pro play <laughs> and it's the exact same champions you watched all of MSI but the build's
2: slightly different
0: but the builds are slightly <laughs> different and nico exists and god bless nico you know nico is the atlas in this story uh you know like holding up the world <laughs> on her shoulders the literal only new interesting <laughs> champ to watch in the entire meta turns into a plant like <laughs> she is Trying her best to keep League of Legends fresh,
1: yeah, pe- and interesting. People are cooking with Nico. We already saw like um, people on mid waves with the minions. You already saw like yeah. the Yagao clip where they're doing Baron and he's pretending to be a Scarecrow, and then class. he kills Ari. That was class. So yeah, I'm waiting for the time that like you 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 like flash over a wall and turn into a ward or something, and then it looks like someone warded over the wall. You know, Ooh. like how deep can this get? How deep? <laughs> how goes? deep can the lore go on the Nico? Like the blast cone tech, we need to see as well. We've seen the we've seen the Squires Bloom tech. I Give it a, a year of Nico, and we're gonna get some crazy plays. Can
0: you? You know what I hate the
1: most? Before you can, be? on Reddit, every day I open Reddit, it's like Nico insane backdoor. All I see is this guy turn into a creep, run through the jungle, <laughs> run past a bronze AD carry <laughs> as a singular creep. <laughs> doesn't even clock that he's there, and then he just starts hitting the nexus. And then I'm just like, what? like how does that happen? He it just it's just one minion running past through the gates, and I'm like, huh? But like to
0: I mean, be fair. To the Bronzies and any player out there, you spent your entire life watching like minions just wander around like a rise all will send a minion in yeah. the wrong way. You have never once had to be scared of minions in your entire league career, outside of like supers gonna finish you off you in a what, 1v1 at level three. You know what it's like? And now every single one
1: could <laughs> just absolutely ruin you. It's like balloons. It's one red balloon, right? I'll lose one <laughs> HP, it's fine, one minion can go past me. That's their thought process. No. It's an ultra mega balloon. It's the, yeah. it's the it's massive, the, the gigantic. Oh, yeah, it is.
2: <laughs> you can't see I it. mean, my brother has managed to gank. Like, I was playing games where we managed to gank people as Red Buff, and they're just like, oh, this is fine. <laughs> Red Buff's just in my lane for some reason. Like, no one got used to it at this time. Years ago, so League dumb. of Legends bugs <laughs> yeah. have taught us <laughs> yeah. wrong for this moment. Is there a Syndra
0: in my game? Maybe she just threw Red Buff, and it's kind of just yeah. like wandering through my lane for some reason. Like, that's happened to me before. <laughs> yeah. You know, it, on its yeah. weird path back to resetting. No, it's Nico, and she's yeah. there to
1: kill you Knight uh, has been having night on jd's been having a lot of fun when you go he's been like turning into blue buffs running down the lanes just being a funny guy walking around his wards as well yeah nothing's like a mouth or anything yet but you gotta cook and you yeah gotta see what i also
0: just think it's sick bm if you can kill someone and then turn into just like a minion and dance on them or a blue buff <laughs> the
2: dance. blue buff
0: has a dance yeah creeps have dances we i i I don't know if people knew this before Nico or if this got added with Nico. I'm not enough of yeah. an expert, but what you can't
1: dances. It's because when you play the 1v1 map and you win and the poros explode, everyone dances, don't they? And I think the creeps dance as well on that Aram Howling Abyss 1v1 Yeah, map. but there's no red buff there, so they wouldn't
0: have needed to add a dancing animation. Maybe uh, it's for True. Sona. Sona, Alt, Sona Alt used to make people dance. I can't
1: remember. I can't uh, remember. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think, it does it target minions to I think it's only champions. I can't remember if it's minions too. Bro, I don't know. Anyway, anyway, they have
0: dancing animations. They're cute. I want to turn into a chicken. That's my favorite. When you just cosplay wolves, because I used <laughs> to do that in ranked games anyway, where you just kill wolves and hide in wolf pit when you were like absolutely guaranteed to lose oh, a game. That- then just pray
1: someone face checks you. But now you can do it as, as a wolf. Interesting. In High Challenger season seven throughout season 10, the way you make the game open was you killed Grump, stood at Grump and said, I'm Grump, good luck. <laughs> i'm uh, not kidding that was a classic you want to open you are grump that means you want to open so, so now you can actually be grump
0: <laughs> i'm just saying they never see it coming unless you type in all chat that i'm grump and you're griefing people yeah. <laughs> good law good law oh my god i have never mind this is not the day for this story i could tell you the story about the time i got banned <laughs> i wasn't being toxic it was a misunderstanding we could talk about it another time anyway here's the thing lec uh you may have noticed there's an official tweet just because uh, make sure that i get the wording right here um from artem who is the lec commissioner on twitter Regular season for LEC, a lot of people want to know if it's going to be 13-12 uh, or 13-11. It is 13-11 with Rel and Ivern disabled, switching to 13-13, starting with the group stage and until the split final. So we will not touch
1: 13-12 at all. So we're not going to touch Cesare nerves. Yep. So we're not going to touch the Yumi nerves. No. So we're going to have... Yeah. So the reason <laughs> that I hope that you
0: like the LPL-LCK meta is because it's also <laughs> the LEC meta. So, I, I mean, if you are kind of tired of the meta, I think everybody is, and that sentiment has been shared. Uh, we had a, a tweet from Froxen as well talking about getting enchanters out of the meta, getting like, so clearly it's it's a work in progress to shift the meta into something completely new, but for at least the best of one stage, it's going to be very similar to what we saw in playoffs mm-hmm. and very similar to what we saw at MSI. Now, there are some fringe picks and new champions coming through, but again, they are still very fringe, and I don't expect teams to put a lot of effort into... Breaking thirteen eleven when thirteen twelve will be is it live yeah, I haven't played in my thirteen twelve, thirteen thirteen are gonna be where you're going to play the majority
1: of your high stakes games. Uh, I think the the only thing about that patch then is if if it's thirteen eleven, there's no Zeri nerf, so that's probably gonna be permaben.
2: But there's a but small runes nerf. That's gonna change everything, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, but there's also there's also Aphelios nerfs. Aphilios and A D on Q scaling, jinx and speed scaling.
2: Callista buffs. The Kalista buffs yeah. I'm actually excited nerves. for.
1: Yeah, so maybe maybe what I expect then is Zeri's probably permabent, and then we get yeah. some kind of like ka- uh, ka- maybe Kaisa Callista Zyometa or something if Aphelios Jinx are out. Kalista meta comp a great Kalista player. Draven, Draven will be released. I would want to say
2: it, but LPL are playing on 1311 at the moment, and I'm just like, it's the exact same. There is no... Okay, well... <laughs> there have <laughs> been a few people who've tried Kogma.
0: I mean, like, look, yeah. like, I'm, I think you can expect it to be the exact same. Um, and the thing is, it's not like our, most, our second most successful team last season, last season was BDS and they played this meta to a T. Like this was their jam. Yeah. Outside of nuclear and mid picks, they were like, give me more, Aphelios. Yeah, give uh, me more. The,
1: the only last piece of cooking I can maybe share is uh, Rek'Sai got buffs. Yeah. Yeah. And I saw a Molecule tweet that a lot of LEC top laners are playing Rek'Sai top. Mm-hmm. Uh, like three or four of them. So maybe Rek'Sai top is a tech. You do like three points Q, max E or something. That's rec-side, what the jungle... Rek'Sai, I would, would love, love, I would love, um... Oh, and the buff sharing as well. You get the red buff. If your jungler gets it, your jungler gets yeah. red buff, you get it. Iron yeah. passive, basically. Not at the start of the game, but after, is it... Uh, I don't know. Once you, fully upgrade, once you fully upgrade your smite. Once you fully upgrade your smite. That's okay, what okay, it is. Okay, yeah, thank yeah, you. Nice, so, nice. undetermined point in the game. But. So, that, that's the patch changes, basically. Uh, nothing too crazy, but it'll be quite similar. Um, but I do think, even though the LPL's on thirteen eleven with the storm razor nerfs and Aphelios Jinx nerfs, Maybe they're yeah. just slow to adapt. Surely like MF Maybe, or something yeah. can are, work. I, or mean, Draven. I
0: think that t- we'll we'll probably see the teams that like to cook more. I would put like yeah. Astralis, specifically Leader in that camp, G2 in that camp. Maybe they try to yeah. break out. But again, for a team like BDS and for a lot of our teams, when you yeah. see you can play like Scion top lane, like CC setup mid laner and like just scaling AD, that's a, not the hardest way to play the game. Yeah. Uh, when you're just playing best of ones. Like, I think that's not a bad option.
2: Yeah, I think a lot of teams will go back towards. I think the only thing is like, I like the thing I appreciate about the LPL is they kind of just handshake and go, no Yumi, Yeah, no one's going to play Yumi because <laughs> oh, yeah. it's got like less than 50% like pick rate. Yeah. So I think the changes we'll see is like, we'll probably see more like LCK style where Yumi super high prio with Zeri. Um, and then as you say, just go like mega tank top. Just do exactly what BDS did last year. Just go, hey, we're going tank top. We're just going to play Facilitator mid and then Hypercarry's bot and we're going to be fine. But
1: Calista Draven, mm-hmm. I, would I would be like very excited sick. for. It. The, the, there's yeah. a couple things there. I was speaking to a few LEC pros about because of the mid lane wave crash after first wave, it's the same as sides, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, diving bots become a bit bit harder on stacking mm-hmm. waves because you normally you can kill mid wave and move as the wave's crashing if you can yeah. clear the wave quickly. Mm-hmm. So in the first four or five minutes, diving for mid becomes a bit harder. So it's more jungle orientated. Um, so, the cholesterol become a little bit harder to dive if you don't have that mid push, but I think it's still probably easily plausible. Um, <clears throat> yeah, you are touching on Yumi. LCK has got 100% presence yeah. on Yumi, but it's got like a 30% win rate. <laughs> so, like, the Zeri and the Yumi is popping off, but the Yumi win rate is still pretty low. And then on that Scion thing, uh, you know how at MSI, because of the Scion level one, top laners would like try and hide in the bot tier one and hope yeah, yeah, they yeah. dive and stuff like that? This new tech in Hanoi Life T1, it was like game two or something. What they did was they camped three or four men in a top brush. And the Scion ran through mid around the Raptor wall, and everyone was pinging him. Oh, no, 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 they're a good Scion invading. Then their top laner runs in, thinking he's going to ward their top side, four people boom first blood so there's like all these small texts yeah. to stop the t- sound level one uh, The teams are coming up with so I'm interested to see if, if BDS to so it the teams can react
0: small innovations I think yeah, it's yeah small innovations to try and crack room, it room for creativity certainly but
1: maybe not in the way that people
0: were hoping for with how big the 80 carry itemization changes look Yeah,
2: I think the problem that we're going to see is like what happened previously which is just going to become an arms race where it's like how greedy can we be in the bot lane at the moment because it's just like you can't really dive yes you've got like TP change so it's no longer like 40 minutes it's unlocked 10 minutes, it's 10 minutes. Yeah, so yeah. like technically you can play around bot lane a little bit early but it's not really a thing so i think it's like all right maybe we see like Cogmas <clears throat> and twitches and like hyper hyper oh, skaters Twitch. come in yeah <clears throat> into that bot lane and i think you end up with this arms race where it's like we're both going to go cool we're just going to farm it out and then we're just going to play for these late game fights and then eventually it'll hit like a tipping point where then it's like okay you've gone too greedy now we're going to go callista and dravens and these kind of things and see mm. if we can just yeah. go out although draven looks Draven was all hell with the Triforce, I'm like, Jesus, this hits. Yeah,
1: I, Draven does look strong. I don't know if was it the damn DRX game or something. The Draven was really fed, but it didn't do much. Right? I think that was the one Draven game where I was like, Death. When is your damage coming out? But Pace was playing Twitch with yeah. Yumi, and that looked really, really strong. Uh, I think when you get Yumi on red side, especially and like Zeri's down, people look at Astral. If you have like a really good Astral player, like aiming uh, on KT, but I think Twitch is like an easy facilitator EU as well with upset and Crowny. Twitch will be like definitely a high prio pick as well, I think. And Shen has also been played a little bit in solo queue by some top laners. So yeah. that could be another interesting way of uh, playing the game. Um, Shen kind of fell out because side lanes didn't really matter as much. If you watch MSI, every single uh, like team fight, as much as the Eastern teams are so good at team fighting, what you'll see them do is like fight over mid waves for about two minutes before they go into river. Whereas Western teams were often trying to, when they would get one wave of mid push, they would try and catch someone on a side lane yeah. and then they'll give up the mid push and then they'll have bad position for Drake. I think that was like a big blunder the West had at MSI. So uh, Shen kind of fell out because no one really could go side lanes. Everyone was just like midwave, 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 push, push, push. And it was like a slow chip to get them to their tier twos. And then you have dragon, dragon priority.
0: Yeah. And I feel like Shen historically, at least in recent years, not super far back, was a lot more about answering a lot of the side lane picks. And if those side lane picks already <clears> aren't yeah. really showing up, it's like, shen out values with double global right more often than not and then like and has a good matchup into things like camille or yeah, anything else where he can really use the dodge and it's just like i, I never I, I have not liked shen for a while i would like to see it again seems good into an 80 carry centric meta obviously like the the spirit's refuge is really strong ability
2: it's also just if you've got mega tanks and side lanes it's like all right cool well shen doesn't really get pushed out of lane he's totally fine to actually like start playing side lanes He can still be present in team fights right so you've kind of got options then to start playing around them so um I think it, I think we'll probably start to see it a little bit more. Yeah. Um, and that'll be sick. But-
1: yeah, is, there was a small TF buff, which I think could allude to the Shen, because Shen's like an answer to TF in a way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like Nocturne is also kind of an answer if you don't want to counterpick the lane like his W got buffed on TF, which is always nice. Like lower cooldown W means you can push the waves faster with red card and stuff. Uh, but also I
2: think- It's the AD TF that's doing the rounds. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, saw yeah.
1: some like Triforce, Renan's, you know, the on-hit yeah. TF that used to be with Emacs on attack yeah, speed. Yeah, 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 the yeah. side lane menace where you just, p- like TF side lane is so fun because you have so much attack speed, you just push, 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 someone comes, you just ult out. <laughs> 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 and if you're ulting it's just
0: out- rise, it's and just old rise. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. And if it's two people, you can not only ult out, but you can ult to the people on mid wave instead. And like, that was this, it was so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> so hope it sounds like there is hope yeah, and room for room innovation.
0: For the question is will teams actually cook and I, and it's hard to say teams are generally a bit more reticent but there have been a lot most of our teams didn't go to msi had time more time arguably to uh or not arguably certainly to play on these patches to see if there's anything niche that they wanted to do we'll see if it comes did, true did you say ivern disabled ivern no. rel both disabled
1: yeah for like until so until group stage so three weeks yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. until third until the next patch okay um
0: okay and uh, I just assume that they will be enabled, but I don't know. Like I'm not sure what the
1: what the policy will be. Yeah, but presumably they will be enabled. Interesting.
0: interesting. I would be.
1: Yeah, I don't even. I haven't played against a rail yet. I haven't seen a single rail yet. So I've seen people yeah. play it in solo queue and like rail jungle. I think Malorang was playing it when I last looked, like a couple of days ago. Oh yeah, the buff to the. I, also, see, I also saw Jack's jungle. Was, was owner playing? Owner yeah. was playing Jack's jungle. Malrang's been spamming Jax jungle in solo queue too with like the Triforce rush. <laughs> I remember old Jack's Jungle in Season 8 because I was playing when I roll-softed, Jack's Jungle was really OP because you would have like a Camille, Trundle, Zinzao meta. And what's the biggest counter to Camille's Trundle, Zinzao? It was Jack's. I love how
0: you played in one of the most messed up jungle metas.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like Camille, I
0: still can't. I forgot Camille was a jungler. Yeah, I've been trying yeah. to burn that out of my mind. <laughs> yeah. Funniest jungler I've ever seen. Loved it. One camp, gank. Yep, yeah. yeah. red buff into end Red buff into just, <laughs> just yeah. go.
1: But it was all auto attack based, like Camille, Zinzao, Trundle. Yeah. And so Jax, you would go like Cinderhook into Triforce and you'd be pretty tanky. But now... When I watch owner play it, he rushes Triforce and then he gets one shot in a fight and, like, they lost the game. <laughs> like, he, he literally jumps in and just dies. And I'm just like... But it it's like, uh, if you if you watch LEC, often, I don't know if it's the same in the LPL, uh, but they pick, like, Jax on four on red side or yeah. on three yeah. and they ban Gregas and that's it. And then they yeah. leave a Jax flex. There was also um, Damon flexed Sion on four and then played Sion jungle. Well, yeah. Uh, and, like, I don't remember what they picked, but they picked, like, a carry top and then they got counted with Gnar or something. Or they picked Cho'gath and they got counted with Gnar. Yeah. So, like, there's... Jungle right now, I think you can play a lot of things. Jax, Sion, Nautilus. We saw already as well in the LCK in this Volibear. bit. Volibear is, Volibear is rising, faction. so I'm the jungle meta will be Volibear. spicy. I think. Yeah.
0: Shout out one last thing. MSI, there was this stage activation where people were supposed to do champion impressions, and there were like two people, and they were like chill. They were, like did like TF and Renata, and they like you know like did a little strutty walk. Then a guy did Volibear, and God bless this dude. He like. Ran across the stage, you can't see Panamai, leapt onto the thrust, which is the part of the stage that sticks out, and did the bear dance in front of like 10k people, like full on, knees on the ground, arms back, absolute rock star, did not get his name, love that guy forever, awesome, awesome, favorite human at MSI, easy peasy um oh that God, said so cool. gonna channel that same energy as we shift <laughs> topics here um there were some roster changes for the first time this season we actually had a bit of an offseason um winter to spring fake offseason zero time every team gets a chance to reset uh less so for the msi teams but every other team does and we had i want to start on the what i find to be kind of the weirdest change of the entire offseason and that is the swap of advian and trimby between Koi. And Fnatic. How, how do you this is so bizarre to me? Where what do you guys think? <laughs> how do you feel about this?
1: Uh I'll I'll give my quick thoughts. Uh, because I was talking about this a few days ago. Uh so Adviant Trimby is a really surprising trade. Uh, when you watch the Koi roster announcement video, they say that they had like um they allude to relate like personal problems or like clashes in the team because they were together for so long. Mm-hmm. So that I understand that. It's like, you know, it's a buildup of I think your temper gets a lot shorter when you're with someone for so long and they do the same things over and yeah, over. Yeah, of like Please, yeah, a lot of baggage. So that frees up a lot of baggage. So the Koi atmosphere will be better. I think Trimby's a better player than Advian on paper. But if you look at the way the meta's shifting in like a melee support direction, later on Koi should be favorites with Adrien. Yeah. But I think when Trimby is reinvigorated and reignited, I think he is like one of the best supports in Europe. So um, right now I have favorite Fnatic, I think.
2: Yeah, I think the big thing for me though, for Advian as well is like, Advian is a voice in the team. Yeah. And I think Koi have kind of got stuck in their ways a little bit where they don't really know how they want to try and play a mid-game. So I think if you have someone who's gonna offer a bit more of a voice and try and change that, I think it'll actually do well for them. Cause I think Koi on paper like are super strong players. But yep. every time I look at their mid-game, it's like, well, maybe they can full collapse on a sideline and catch someone, but if that doesn't work out, they just kind of wander around like headless chickens. So I think this will actually give them a bit of a boost. So I think it's nearly kind of mutually beneficial in a way where yeah. you kind of get the shot caller a bit more that you wanted or at least a different voice in the team in Koi, and then as you say for Fnatic I think I mean Trimby's a phenomenal support so it's just a win-win there.
0: And I think that the one thing we can say about Advian, because um, I agree that on paper, Trimby is a better player. And Trimby at his peak certainly has shown us significantly higher highs than we have ever seen from Advian. And hopefully, Advian can continue mm. to show us more. But we've had him on the podcast, we've talked to him at length. And Advian is a guy who has a very, very clear idea of what he wants in a team environment, how he wants to be communicating with people. And I think that is a big strength um, and is not something that we've always heard talking to coy players in the past. So I think you're right. Like that could be a big
1: buff. I think there is evidence to support that but i guess it's just kind of a time will tell uh, i think a lot of people are kind of like why the hell would koi do that why the hell would you lose trimby but if you look at like the like in, even in mad lions humanoid was the mid-game voice like he would trot call side lanes and everything and it, it always said in mad lions that he was a huge voice and if trimby not a big voice and he wants to take a step back then that's great for him like he can just play his range supports i think trimby a better laner like he will just play range supports, push you in and get advantages there and if he can be less vocal and listen to humanoid win-win similar for koi if you want someone with a voice and you want someone who's going to play only engage supports and on, like try to dictate your game yeah. it's a win for you as well and he also fixes your environment which seems to be a problem so to be honest i think the trade makes a lot of sense for both teams i think people uh,
0: forget because like on paper you're it's a downgrade for coy yeah um but i think the thing that we've learned across this entire year and certainly on this podcast is it's just like the team environment yeah and people everything. clicking is everything and that's been It's doubly or triply true this year, especially because the splits are so short that like one bad fight in your team can tank an entire season and
2: yeah. i mean look i'm gonna dip into LPL a little bit but like if you look at v5 back in 2020 that team like on paper they were awful like they didn't have anyone that was a standout player whatsoever unless you're lyric and it was mole but <laughs> apart from that it's like nothing on this team should have really worked and then suddenly they just like the atmosphere was fantastic they all got on really well like in interviews you could see how well they were doing and then that was what made the difference and then they nearly had that run that got them to worlds like it was, was an insane with, thing.
1: was that a rookie no, was no, this
2: it, that was, was before, year before that. This was, this was sorry. Um oh, can't remember the top laner, but it was way 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 mole man. uh PP God and I think it was Both? Photon back at, to- Photix, Photix, sorry, yeah. back at the time. Photic sorry
1: back at the time. how did their do you know how their environment changed? Was there a player uh, change? complete
2: team like basically brand new players across the they board. They just like, five yeah. men swapped everyone? Yeah, yeah. I oh, know it was was it play four back in the day? Was it finger guns? I don't know. But anyway, it was, <laughs> sorry. Every photo of dis- this man. I up, have is not that. kept up with enough niche <laughs> LPL yeah. knowledge,
0: so you could just be saying anything. Let me just double check. You're, you're like, like, yeah, it was. Um, Oh, like dude, it was monsters check, inc in the bottom lane <laughs> and like uh hayao miyazaki spirited away um full name to say the yeah but that, that's <laughs> too niche to act the, i know top four i just know top four <laughs> yeah no no same I, I had
1: the same thing before <laughs> i started coaching lpl but then i ever since i've been streaming for the last few years i'm like oh yeah dude omg lgd oh yeah their rise to fame the yeah. way they're like omg are sick man. yeah omg are crazy but yeah so, i yeah. think uh environment changes like So, positive trade on both sides. Like, individual skill has dwindled a lot. Superstars have dwindled a lot. Like, you look at BDS as a great example. Astralis, first and second, last split. Everyone thought they were going to be C, D tier. We did as well at the start of the year. Oh, yeah. Individuals on standouts on paper, but they click, they find one meta, boom, all works. So, hopefully, Advian can bring that all together for them. Yeah. Uh, And uh, more on the fanatic side, of course, Noah now coming in. So, uh,
0: Reckless, gone. Joining us on the broadcast this weekend, though. Woo! Reckless. (laughs) Um, didn't have a great split in either case with either support. So for Fnatic, they're they're to me the big winners of the offseason. You got a uh, champion support in Trimby. You got a promising new AD carry. Mm. Your top side has looked pretty good. Oscar and I think still is like a work in progress, but he's a young player and I think that's reasonable. And Razzler yep. and Humanoid, when they're performing, are excellent. So again, this is on paper, but this Fnatic lineup I think has some some pretty high highs.
2: Yeah, I think for me, it's just the fact that you actually have a lane you can play around. Because Noah coming in, he was on zero tenacity. But the big thing was his team was not great. Like, they didn't really know what a team fight. They Every single lane was losing, except from the bottom lane. And the bottom lane actually genuinely did look legit. And I think if they'd learned how to team fight a little bit better and play around Noah, they actually could have gone way further in, the, in EM Masters. But obviously didn't work out for him. But still, I think coming into this, the fact you know of Trimby paired with him when he's quite aggressive in the lane and can actually like try and win out on bottom lane, which seems to be a lot more about the way this meta is going. I think this will go fantastic for them. And then you can actually just start to play around them in teamfights and I mean, do your thing. So I think it definitely gives them a little bit more control in in the mid
1: game. 100% agree. 100%. Reckless was always a player, which, uh, I mean, if you look at the reason the G2 roster didn't work in 2021 was because they didn't have a side to play towards. You had Wunder Top, who was like sacrificing. You had Reckless Bot, who was sacrificing. sacrificing. And then yeah. it's only for caps and they can't really win the game just through mid every game. Yeah. Uh, and I think the similar thing happens kind of this year as well. Uh, a lot this, uh, this winter and spring with, I mean, Topside had a lot of pressure. Oscar would play game, games with like Jace yeah. and get like a couple kills, but the map was already lost because they're kind of forced to play Topside in a bot-centric meta. And I think the bot-centric meta stuck for the last few years already. So when you have someone like Noah and Trimby, who are, I mean, Noah was like rank one, one of the best ADs in the league. He was, he's, his numbers are through the roof. Yeah. Yeah. And then you have Trimby, who's one of the best laning supports we have in terms of enchanters. That's an easy lane to play towards. So yeah, shout I think him. it's yeah. a huge, huge, huge upgrade. For and
0: shout out to Noah as a new player in our league. Follow him on Twitter. Super it's active. <laughs> uh, I, this is like, every time you have players who come in and there's a language barrier, you see two, you see two different kinds of players. You see players who are like, Really shy and really nervous about making mistakes and not wanting to come off or sound stu- risk sounding stupid in a language that is not their own. And so far from what we've seen on Noah, Noah's not concerned. Noah's out <laughs> here to talk his shit, like regardless of the language barrier and that kind of personality and that kind of confidence. I love to see any time a player enters a region where they don't um, speak the native language. I think that's that's sick.
2: Yeah. yeah, and I think he kind of needs that as well, especially when in-team, because a lot of what was happening with Fnatic was, like, you'd see Reckless is farming midwave and they're all fighting in enemy jungle. So I think if you've got a guy who's like, True. for the love of God, lads, please stick around me. Yeah. It might help work out a little bit more. So I'm glad to see he is a bit more vocal and not, like, nervous to talk, because I think he's going to need it.
1: Yeah, that happened a lot, didn't it? Where, yeah. like, they just like people were catching midwaves and they were like two three men yeah. all winning in the jungle losing the game like when the game was won i remember humanoid ari on blue buff area yeah. for some reason in my head <laughs> yeah.
0: that Humanoid, yeah where Humanoid just died just leapt in and died yeah uh, 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 uh. yeah f- uh, rough i mean rough seasons for both coin fanatic so hoping that this change is positive for them because i think that um again fanatic is an orgy of high expectations of even if you haven't for the last two splits even if they did kind of turn things around a little bit in spring this
1: is the fanatic like we need to win the split to make top six and make worlds yeah let's just go all in and full send it i don't think this is a roster built on like this is going to be the best out of game roster and great cohesion and we're going to build it up they're like we've not got any time we gotta go just send it that's the cards we can deal with and uh, see what happens
0: yeah and excel Another team that's made a change have mixed up the cards a little bit. New jungler coming in Peach from Unicorns of Love. Sexy edition, formerly from DRX DRX challenger. DRX yeah. yep. yeah. So I'm going to be honest. Excited for Peach. Yeah. Peach, I'm curious to, to see what Peach can do. I don't know if this saves Excel from Excel, mm. Because a reminder for anyone, they have effectively no championship points. Might as well be zero. They got the consolation prize championship points, both splits. Um, so you talk about Fnatic needing to step on the gas. Uh, Excel in a similar situation where they don't have a choice, they need to basically win. Um, there are scenarios where they can make it without winning the split, but if they want to make it to the season finals, which is our top six teams, which is our world qualifiers, um...
1: You got to win and you got to keep winning and you can literally never
0: stop or
1: there's uh, there's nothing yeah. left for you. I was watching uh, EMEA Masters and uh, I was watching Unicorns' run. I didn't watch the Prime League, but I was watching the EMEA Masters and uh, Peach. And he had a mid laner called Mask, who was also a Korean mid laner. And they were like this insane duo. Like they were gapping everyone. Mask's lane phase was insane. He was playing things like LeBlanc. Peach would play things like Graves and get like insane CS numbers. But his team was losing on sides because he didn't have that much activity on the map. So I see him as like a very farm-centric jungle, a bit selfish maybe, but it's like a this jungle meta is, uh, flex any pick into jungle to make a lane win and just be useful. <laughs> That's the jungle meta. Just go into a team fight and press R and like be lower econ. So we'll see how it integrates. Um, but I, I was a big fan of him and Mask on new masters.
2: Yeah, I think you needed a swap up in the jungle anyway for Excel. Yeah, like I just don't think Cersei was what the team needed because oftentimes you'd see like they're getting Dove bots Cersei's on topside farming and stuff like that, and you're like, well. I guess there's not really much that you can really do here. So I think if Peach is going to be much more of a farm-centric one, I don't think that'll fit either for Excel. I think you would have to change it a little bit where it's like, okay, I'm going to actually play towards my lanes because you've got Odo in the top side. He's going to be fine. But I think you actually do need to make sure that, well, if I can keep my bot lane in check and I'm able to make sure that we're winning boss and we can play for team fights, then we're in a much better position. But... If that doesn't work out, I think we're just going to see the exact same from Excel.
1: Poor Odo. Guys, I'm fine. Yeah, it's, it's over. Don't <laughs> worry. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> Tenth again? <laughs> God, damn it. Poor <laughs> right. Odo. But Abedag is there as well. They had Vizio. Yeah. Uh, now Abidagas full-time. We'll see what he can bring out. And I think the important thing here for Excel is, why. I
0: don't believe a lot, because they haven't given me reason to believe, unlike the winter to spring transition... They actually got a break and a chance to reset and a chance to start on the right foot, and from our previous discussions with Odo, it sounds like they never really got that chance uh, in winter in spring to mm-hmm. get on the right foot to get everyone on the same page to make sure the culture was together and make sure that they were all working towards the same goal. and I hope that that has happened now with Peach coming in. Um, it's still like tough. like this mm-hmm. is I, I feel for these guys right off the bat because every single best of one is going to feel like life or death. You've got this like axe hanging over your head at any moment you know what i mean like yeah
1: it's a long it's a long journey for exile they gotta make top six they gotta get through the best of three stage group stage they gotta be able to win a lot of best of fives they gotta win the finals then they'll make top six summer which they'll be sixth place in probably even if they win the split and then they gotta win that as well and then maybe they'll go to yeah Yeah, i think even if they win the split they're basically i mean they're still they're basically guaranteed to be six yeah which is crazy um yeah
0: but we'll hope for their sake and hope that Peach can be the difference. We'll talk about them more as we make a tier list a little bit later on. But the last change, of course, Heretics, VTO, Flacket coming in. Flakid returning. The L plus ratio Ooh. king himself, <laughs> the Duck Master joining again with Yankos. I'm excited for the Yankos-Flacket reunion from a content perspective. I think that's going to be sick. And VTO I was hyped on in 2022.
1: But it's 2023.
0: <laughs> but it's 2023. 2023 VTO, and I know that he went through some shit, and that's and that's fair, and I hope that he's feeling in a better place, and I certainly would hope that that's the case, given that he's starting on a new team. Um, and maybe we get flashbacks to when he was really doing some work on Misfits, but I still think hey, it's still a little rough for Heretics. I think positive yeah. changes overall. Jack Specter really struggled on stage. Uh, I think this is, in both cases, an upgrade, because... Um, Heretics was just an infest. Yeah. yeah. Again, speaking of like the Atlas effort of Nico in the meta, Yankos and Heretics, just <laughs> Yankos doing everything he can to hold yeah. this team up on his shoulders last yeah. season.
2: Yeah. I mean, Yankos was a god last, but the fact that that like he was able to do anything with that team speaks volumes to him. But yeah. I think the, I don't know, the bot lane doesn't like, as you say, Flackett is good for content. I don't know. It feels fairly samey. Um, I don't think, I think Flackett will do better where he won't lose the lane as hard as Jack Spectra did, which is kind of harsh to say, but let's be real. Um, but when you look at him in the Masters, even when you look at him back on G2, it wasn't like Flackett was hard winning lanes. It was like, oh yeah, he's going to do his job, chill, and then he'll step into the later game team fights, And that's exactly what it did in the Masters as well with Lost Heretics. So I feel like if you're coming into a meta that is lane focused, where we want to hard destroy you in lane and make sure that we're able to take over, well, that isn't what you're going to get with Flackett. Um he's still gonna be a beast like game in those fights, but again, it's I don't know if they can kind of stack up in the 2v2. Um, but I do think I'm probably hiring you guys from the sounds of it on video. I think we got to still see like inklings of how good video is. Like there was one or two Jace games last split, and I think if he's just in a miserable team environment and not happy, the fact that you still get to see kind of that a little bit. I'm hoping he'll be able to bring it across now to heretics, but um, yeah, I, I think video will especially with Yankos by his side can do really well this split. But I'm I just mean, not yeah. certain in a bot lane focused meta if Heretics are going to be the ones that I'm like, oh yeah, these guys are top four.
1: Yeah, I, I agree 100%. Because if you look at like VTO with Razork when he had like a really strong jungler, it looked like they were really on the same page. They were like heavy top side players. Um, but maybe with Ruby, Yankos had like, I don't know, a language barrier. Ruby was losing a lot of lanes. He was always pushed yeah. in. Maybe if Yankos has a mid to work with, then he can help the sides. Because let's be honest, Ebi without kasante not a fan. I mean, I look back, like
0: I think that he had a start of this, the start of and especially winter looked yeah. pretty good for Evie yeah. Cassante, he was the big Cassante guy all the time before everyone appreciated I think completely how nutso busted he is. Yeah. You know, fi- forcing solo kills or solo dying but like just looking back like one of the last times we saw him most recently was that Scion game where he was like Yeah, you know who's yeah. really popular the Europeans love?
1: The boss. You know what I can do? <laughs> Watch me. He died <laughs> still less than the boss but he died a lot that game. Yeah. That was a rough yeah, rough game. So like the sides are still going to be I think you're right I think the lane phase for Flakid was never a strong point. G2 would always mm-hmm. play topside and he would play like things like Senna or something with Targamas. Um, and so I think he'll make it a bit more stable the game. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think he'll make as many mistakes because he's more experienced. Uh, but I think the team will be stronger. Their mid jungle will be stronger. Flacket will be safer and more reliable. Uh, and uh, maybe Ebi's been stepping up throughout the offseason or something or like maybe in his t- tank centric meta playing Sion and Orin will kind of band-aid the problems that maybe they had with champions like Gwen and Rennington and Jackson that they used to play. Yeah. So I think Heretics will do better. I think they can make top six this time. Top eight. Top, top eight. Do you think oh, top, yeah, top six eight, or top eight? Because top six is I different. For, I meant yeah. the playoffs best eight. of three. Yeah. Top eight. I was eight, like, eight, I was eight, like, eight, like, eight, all right, eight. I just want to be
0: clear. Yeah, top eight. All right, Phil, do we have the last season's tier list? I can't remember if I asked you for it, so it's okay if we don't. Last season's tier list. The 2023 preseason tier list. This was the start of the year, gentlemen. Drake has no S tier. Oh, yeah. Drake, uh, yeah, I had no S tier. Um, that was a while ago. That this, was this was the was start of the year. This yeah. was in January. This is what we
2: believe. <laughs>
0: we Who all put SKBDS <laughs> in C tier and Astralis in D tier. And yeah, obviously, man. this is a completely different point in the year. Yeah. um we got some things wrong we got some, i'm only bringing this up to meme like this has no bearing on anything at this point yeah. but we're going to make another cheer list as a team this time
1: imagine <laughs> putting excel in a tier. oh 10th 10th baby
0: <laughs> oh <laughs> damn i, okay, I just want
1: to check um at that
0: point were you Fanatic employed well? by excel
1: <laughs> i'm kidding i know
0: you're not biased <laughs> like you did actually believe <laughs> in the team, actually. you were no but no i wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't, I wasn't. In yeah. no i wasn't
1: <laughs> no i wasn't um, imagine not putting anything in S tier couldn't be me you believed in I mean
0: to be fair VTO, Wamne. you like looked at that team you were yeah, hyped yeah. Patrick, yeah. Targamas there was hype there was, there was, there was joy Naive, we naively yeah. believed sweet summer children thinking we understood it? anything about League of Legends and now it's time to make the same mistakes <laughs> again let's make a new tier list tier we're going make it as horrible, a group man. they are horrible they're bad <laughs> analysis but they're great clickbait yeah
1: um, and uh, they're you know, so hard I feel like yeah. you gotta have spicy takes otherwise like because if you always go stock standard, you're never going to be right. Like, if you told me it's January, yeah, BDS Astralis will be first and second in spring. I yeah. will say you're a psychopath. You're a permabent. <laughs> but to also, get you would have no analytical
0: basis. Like, even if you were right, what the hell would have been your argument at the <laughs> start of the year? that's end? the
1: point. I you think- don't make an analytical basis before, you make it after. It's like, well... Let me tell you. In <laughs> hindsight, I knew that this roster would function. Of course, yeah. So at the time, Hi, I didn't want to share my reasoning <laughs> yeah.
0: because I thought that it would mess up the uh, the juju, the magic, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so to speak, yeah. of my completely... Didn't want to curse it. Didn't yeah. want to curse it. So I obviously knew the entire time that the meta would get super stale yeah. and that Adam would be able to play champions where he just didn't have to lane. And then obviously, Crownshot has always been a god and would just go super How could Saiyan. you not have seen it, yeah. <laughs> you Come
1: on, look at the look numbers. At this. <laughs> How do you not...
0: Time, every splitting, infinitely. <laughs> but, but I see <laughs> Dr. Strange style. <laughs> the one scenario, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. it's absolutely it's ha- nuts. All right, anyway. So, reminder <laughs> rankings of the teams are from S to D tier, S are summer favorites. Oh, by the way, if you're in podcast land, and you can't see this. This tier list has been up forever. Um, We've kind of mentioned some of it, but you can uh, catch it on previous tweets, etc. We're not going to actually spend time talking about it. This new tier list, though, I will keep you verbally updated as we go through. Ranking teams, S to D tier. S are like your summer favorites, your contenders for the title. A are your like they're not favorites, but they're like, you know, they're coming in hot. Mm. They could they could potentially do it. Mm. B is they have potential to make top four. C are the group andes. These are the guys who are like, nah, the you group made it. The group Andes. <laughs> like they made it to groups. They're happy. Maybe they can and again, maybe they can do more. And the D is kind of the like, you know, it's like a D in real life. Like you're here. But
1: a D yeah. is a pass in real life. Yeah, they ain't passing nothing. <laughs> well, we're a franchise <laughs> league, so quick. we can, so they're gonna or we have
0: long term partnerships, cadrell So they get to stay and come to the next class. So I can't, I can't
1: give them an F, Cadrol. So they get a D. Wait, our our summer season finals yes starts August twentieth. Wait, what are you talking about? What? Right, no, let our me cook, let me cook summer our split. summer 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 split. S- summer split. Summer summer splits finals. Yeah, summer yeah. split because there's
0: sorry, let's do this now because yeah. this is important. <laughs> if you are confused about the nomenclature, it's fair. We say the word finals like 80 gajillion times. <laughs> yeah. There's like an upper bracket, blah blah blah. Yeah. The important thing is this is the summer split. What we're playing right now, this six weeks. Yeah. Then there's a short break, and then the top six teams play each other uh for our season finals, which is completely separate from winter, spring, summer. And that's how World's Qualification and ultimately the, the Grand Champion of the yeah. LEC
1: is decided. It's June 14th. The LEC starts this weekend. If you're finishing bottom two this split, it yeah. means in three weeks' time, your season is over. Oh, wow. So you're telling me by mid-July, you're not playing until January?
0: All I'm saying is... Where are we going? <laughs> Where <are> we <laughs> headed? Where we headed? You know, I never thought I could <laughs> make it as a pro player, but I could lose every LEC game. I could do that. And five months <laughs> <of> vacation <laughs> does sound nice. And not to throw, throw them under the bus, because obviously they're sweating for their lives. Yeah, like, no one is deliberately intention. Yeah. It does suck, but there is but some humor in it. <laughs> halfway through July, July,
1: August, September, October, November, December, seven. But <laughs> <laughs> well, we had it. You're like you go to
0: Korea for one month, maybe get number one, so people know that you're not watched Like, but then what are you doing with the rest? Of that with time? the rest of the half a year, Bro, get a hobby. That's all I'm saying. Like, that's brutal, and I will feel for you if you are not making any farther. But it is time. You cannot that's play League nice of Legends for seven months, like, like you're
1: even to go crazy. Like even if you didn't make playoffs in summer last year, I think you'd end by like end of August, maybe yeah. you'd have like you know the winter off. Yeah. Now you're giving me mid July tomor- so- when tomorrow. When's tomorrow, Len? What is it? <laughs> yeah. It's the end of it's July, this.
0: isn't it? Don't, don't say that. He went to a different <laughs> man, I heard. We heard but from a makeup artist. He's motivated. He's someone's fired gonna, up.
2: Someone's going to come back and it's be like, yeah, Magapia. I went off to. And then they just come <laughs> back with, like, yeah, Oil Mile <laughs> 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 <be> <laughs> 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 came back enlightened and like all these stories about yeah, i went and i did yoga off the peaks Go, of tibet and you're find like what? god find spirituality
0: come back a different person get married have a family it's get like a that rick and morty episode where they play the game and they wake oh, up yeah. and they realize that they've like that entire life that they well, lived is fake, fake. Yeah. that's it that's what they're doing with this off oh. that's brutal that has nothing to do with the tearless but that is very sad and very funny <laughs> Yeah. Um, anyway, anyway, time to rank some teams. We're going to have a tier list behind us. You can see there's just a, a smattering of logos set around. I want to kick things off with Fnatic, Koi, Excel, and Heretics in whatever order you guys feel like it. Just because we've already talked about their roster changes. Uh, where do you feel like they're going? We'll start with... Actually, I'll pick. We'll start with Heretics since we
1: ended on... Ooh. Mm. So, uh, the last two splits, would you agree that they were C or D tier the last two splits? Oh, 100% yeah. C or D tier. And these changes, I think, make them slightly better. I would yeah. say
0: C is,
1: in winter and yeah. very clear D. Like yeah. yeah. So I think, I think instant reaction C tier is a safe bet for heretics.
0: Because yeah. they got some upgrades. Yeah. And so we think that they can maybe yeah. replicate. But, okay, here's the thing, my dude. But if they're mid-jungle- Other forms, teams are getting better and have stuck together. Are you arguing for D tier here? I'm kind of arguing for D tier. Because it's like, do you think... This rebirth with Flack at VTO is enough because they were already like
2: they did good in winter. Mm. They
0: got worse in spring and some of that was team stuff. But the other teams around them are getting better.
2: So The problem that I have with this is if we're taking C as these are the guys that are going to hit eighth and they're going to get in towards the group stage, right? I actually think with the changes Heretics have made, I could see them making it. You know, but the changes Excel made. I could see them making a Fnatic mm. and everything. I actually think it's really hard to put a team. I know like BDS and Astralis, they used to be the easy ones. You're like, oh yeah, I'm just going to fire these guys into That's the bottom what I was and it's fine. But then they won. So but now I'm like, what the hell do I so do this? So this is the thing I was going to say. It's like,
1: if I was to disagree and say, I want them in C tier and then who goes in D tier? Yeah. You know, like this is the problem. Is it Vitality who was like finishing mid of the table? Is it Fnatic who's got big roster upgrades and is mm. rumored to be really good? Is it SK, BDS, Astralis
2: who are finishing in our top threes yeah. No, it's not. <laughs>
1: That's the problem yeah. here.
2: Yeah, <laughs> This is where I'm like, I feel like I don't want to put them in D, but I feel like I have to if we're going to go we get, by. We but get, also everyone I feel like has an opportunity to get top I will. I'm putting
0: them on the line between C and D and we can come back. But I think the big thing that we're talking about is the roster changes are upgrades. Mm-hmm. But everyone else around them is good. But everyone else is getting better and... While Flacked could come out and be super, salient. we talked about the landing phase, and Yankos certainly should look better with VTO by his side. Mm. It's like you gotta you gotta show us because yeah. I'm not a believer. I believe in Yankos absolutely. Do I believe in heretics? Not super.
1: Yeah, interesting. Okay, let's leave it there for now because yeah. I think there's only other one other team that I would consider D is like Excel, right? <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm slapped. That's the yeah. that's a freebie though. That's and and this is again. I would. I every time I put a team in D tier. You know, I'm not reveling in it, even if it sounds like we're having a good time right now, because it's not, it doesn't feel good to sentence five players uh, analytically to death, it feels like. You know what I mean? Um, But again, Excel in a similar situation to Heretics, where if you want to believe in them, you can. But they finished 10th twice. But they finished 10th twice. And it's like, if you tell me that all they needed was a reset and now they're a top five team, um, you know. I'm like, but, sure, but I'm not gonna believe it till I see it. Like I, yeah. I would I would listen to that and go, hey, that makes sense. You had team problems, you've solved your team problems. Uh, you have a you know a new jungler that's working better with the team, and like across the board you guys are all in better moods, and Abadaga now has more time to work with the team. Like, sick. I can see how they would get out of D tier in as up to as high as P tier, all very plausible. I am not gonna give them that benefit of the doubt after the two splits we watched. Yeah,
2: I just don't think that like Peach and Abadage solve the issues. Like they don't, didn't know any sort of game plan in the early stages, like an early game. Their mid-game, they're all over the joint. Their team fighting, everyone was going different directions every single time. I don't think, like, slapping Peach and Abadagi in there goes, right, we're good to go now. Like, I just don't see it. So I think mm-hmm. for me, they have to be D tier. Mm-hmm. Like, I would love, obviously, to see them because I think they have incredible talent on this team, but it just doesn't seem to work together.
1: Yeah, agreed. It doesn't click. To be honest, if Excel signs Peach and Mask... I'm sold for that mid-jungle. I'd put them in CB tier, you know. I think they can really cook in that league, but I don't know. I just, I don't know what kind of language barriers Peach is going to have. When we looked at the stats of Peach, he's a very selfish farming jungler. And then you look at the example they gave of we're getting Dove bot. Circus is on top side farming his Krugs. Is Peach going to be bot side? Yeah. Maybe not. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's not like someone who's like 113 who's just going to be an absolute psychopath level two in their jungle. So you <laughs> cannot get Dove no matter what. He's yeah. going to be farming. So yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. Is there, hmm i mean it feels what are you thinking talk I'm just, to me i'm just i'm
0: trying to think if anyone else belongs to d tier but I, we can I, just I, I go one team so. at a time
1: hmm. I don't um, think so. let's go with the teams we already talked about yeah yeah so, so like, koi
0: and Fnatic next because uh, we've
1: already hit koi and Fnatic briefly
0: yeah, uh let's start with yeah. koi because it seems like it sounds like you have some positive things to say about Fnatic. so okay, let's start with koi where do we rate koi after last season um they they ex- imploded I think in terms of expectation, this was a team that I think we pretty much expected... At the start of the year, we expected them to do great things. And then by the middle of the year, it's been like, well, we at least expect them to consistently get top four. That has not been the
1: case. They finished seventh last split. They barely made the top eight. Um, The thing is... Seventh, dude. Think about that. They wouldn't have made playoffs back in the day. Oh, yeah. You're telling me. Um, (laughs) So the thing is... With uh, <laughs> with Koi, I think early split, they'll be weak mm. because of the support meta, and they will get better. If they can make top eight, I think they will do damage in a group stage. Will they make top 4 I'm not sure, but I think this could be a fifth, sixth place team if the meta shifts in their favor.
2: I think the problem for me is, like, I don't think the meta is shifting in their favor. I think we're looking at tank tops, and, like, the whole reason they brought in Shigenda was To be a carry top, leader, yeah, Ken right?
1: got nerfed already, yeah, yeah, exactly.
2: So, I think it's like, okay, well, already we're looking at Shigenda's not in the meta that he wants to be. Advian, at least for the first few weeks, isn't. And as you say, I think that's not an excuse. I think I still think they'll hit like C tier, I think they'll be top eight, at least in the group stage. But, um, if the meta then shifts into being Advian favored and Shigenda favored, they could look absolutely stellar. But I think, at least from the early stages, I just don't have, yeah, it's, I don't have promise in them, I don't know.
1: Uh, yeah. So, C tier for Koi. Uh, yeah. uh, it's also not really a mile rank. The thing is, it's, it's not, not a meta for anyone. Yeah. It's it's like Larson, as much as we meme him and say like he's a mage player and we try to argue that he's not, he really is good at yeah. mages. Yeah, yeah. But like, that's not-
0: clearly like he it is a more well rounded mid laner, and we've seen that from him, and we saw that from him in the yeah. 2022 run. But at the end of the day, when it comes to like what do you know that Larson is going to be? the best at yeah. it still feels like mid meta yeah. right
1: now is like kasante annie ari something like that you i'm know? hoping it's for like corko bro nico right uh, those
0: lord uh, Diamond exchanges are juicy for crit corky storm Razor, juicy on. I'm, just,
1: I'm just saying uh, but it's not like a Sindra. i mean Sindra, i suppose but it's not like an oriana azir kind yeah. of like control no, super heavy mid-meta, which larson is so insane at so yeah. it's not really his meta it's not a carry top meta for shigenda it's not a trundle jarvan psycho engaged yeah. level one meta for for uh marang so meta for them is not great mm-hmm. i'm down for c
0: but that immediately has to demote heretics to d okay are deal. you fine with is that a deal deal yeah. Yeah. yeah and that feels bad but i'm sorry i can't put yeah. a team with they're just the caliber of player on koi
1: it's it's frustrating because oh. i think because they're, they're, it's it's cop yeah. yeah. larson it's def- like, like that's a sick carry
0: duo of their c tier i can't say Heretics are RC are, are tier. Like,
1: that's not... And, like, I, again, I'm happy to be wrong here, but just yeah. on paper, at least... Can we put them to between- No, we can't. Yeah, no. What do you think, Dagda? Talk
2: that's to so hard. I, like... I just have so much faith in video Yankos. I think this is just gonna be such a sick mid-jungle. I agreed. And that's where I find it really tough. Like, I think... I think Flacken would be able to hold his own in bot side. But, like... Ugh. It's holding yeah, your, I don't know. holding your it's own.
1: Also, is, I, I agree with Dagda as well. Like it's so bad to put heretics in detail because I really think that mid jungle AD is is a big upgrade. Yeah. I, uh, I, can we put it on the line of C D? Can we like C minus?
2: <laughs> C minus C- Can we break work the work rules, Papa Dracos? <laughs> no, like, you can, uh, you see C B after you, class. I, no, you
1: can you <laughs> know what? I can break the rules. I got a mouse.
0: <laughs> I mean the thing is it's very slow to update right now. I so can't people, <laughs> people aren't people that's because I've got it clicked. What's up? Um, let's go. I'll put him in C. Do, <laughs> you guys really strongly believe in Yanko's video. I'm I'm willing to um the, it's, go off the rails, yeah. drive off this cliff with you guys. You know I'm a lemming. I'll Dude. follow. <laughs> I'm saying that <coughs> it's a stretch. On, as long as you look at me in back. the as long right. as you tell me that you agree that it's a bit of a stretch, yeah. we can put him in C. Look,
2: is video going to be able to show his stuff? If we have the same argument with Larson, can video really show his stuff on? <laughs> like and then <laughs>
1: <laughs> no i believe
2: that so, that de- 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 you can't do this to me like 5 minutes ago you were guessing
1: me up and now you're like questioning right, these are the questions you ask. it.:
0: because the first comment's going to be like why are you saying that vtos allowed to play whatever the hell he wants and we're and this guy's jailed you know
1: like
2: <laughs> I, I i i i'm c tier okay right, maybe right, I'm, I'm, I'm fine i'm fine with going, it i'm going back i'll stick with the c tier all right because awesome. I think if you go Melkai, Jace or something on this team, it's sick.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, on, on Heretics? Oh, yeah, VTO, Jace, Jace, Jesus. okay, yeah, okay. Th- yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, no, agreed,
0: agreed. Jace agreed. jungle. <laughs> After our first three teams so far, we have Excel in D tier, Koi in C tier, and Heretics scraping by into C tier with some very big uh, confidence coming in for their mid-jungle specifically. Next is Fnatic. This is the very interesting one. I think this is the juiciest of all the teams simply because uh, there's not as much on paper to show. And I think that if they hadn't made any changes, they would be in D tier. Yeah. Uh, I am... Despite their good run, Fnatic fans. I'm not trying to undercut their good run. I just don't. (laughs) What are you doing?
1: You know? What are you doing? No, what are you doing? So, where would... Question, where would you say Fnatic was last split on a tier list? So, they finished sixth and they lost to that base... Die thing against was it uh, Mad Lions? Or it was Mad, Mad Lions, Lions right? Yeah, yeah. It was Mad so Lions. if you were to contextualize their split in a tier list and say, I think they
0: were probably a B tier team last year, and because yeah. it's not like they they showed high highs, but if we go into the the definitions that I had loosely, which is the like have potential, mm. I, I never thought that Fnatic were a real contender for the title. Yeah. They yeah. were, they were, and it wasn't like they were stealing wins. They were playing well to get the wins that they did. Don't get me wrong, not every game, but like. You know, they had their moments, most certainly. But I never, like, was full-on, like, in the way that we were with... Or essentially, we forced to be with BDS because of how good they played. Like, they never changed my mind,
1: you know? You think that's fair? I don't know. Where would you yeah, put Fnatic in the I, season? I, I, I would put Fnatic in B tier as well. But right now, hmm. I think this bot lane is a big upgrade. It hmm. gives them way more to play around. It takes a lot less stress from Oscar. He debuted playing tanks and was getting murdered in lane by players like yeah. Photon because he's just getting absolutely counterpicked for no real reason in the side of the map. And now he has a lot more leverage in draft to be like, I can sacrifice, I can counterpick, I can, you know, because it's early rotation bot meta, he can just chill out. And he can play uh, tanks in better matchups um or carries where he wants to. So I think that the bot lane frees up the draft a lot, gives him a bigger win condition. I think the team overall will be stronger. I'm going to say A tier. Yeah.
2: Oh, I was going to say I'm probably looking at the lower end of B tier. Because I... I th- the big question for me is how much faith do we have in Noah? Because I think Humanoid is going to be good at it a little bit this split. Because I mean, look, literally looking at his his games last year, it was eight games on his ear, and then two on the next closest one. So he yeah. was a bit of a one trick. And I think if you are going to be going into it, he the moments when his Humanoid was able to pop off, that's when Fnatic looked good, right? And I just
0: I, I, yeah. I'm with you. I like Fnatic are hard mostly because. In a world where Humanoid was a more consistent player, they would be a really easy team to predict on, and I would feel much less... It would feel much more about just how good do I think Noah's going to be. But Fnatic are kind of always a flip to me. I do think Oscar will get better. I think Trimby is a support upgrade. Yeah. And actually, but I think those two upgrades, and if we even just assume that over time, Humanoid averages about the same performance that he did last (laughs) season, same with Razork. I still think that's an upgrade, and I think that maybe deserves a. It's harder to contextualize without the rest of the teams
2: on the yeah. board.
1: Hmm. Well, I'm you just
2: this. the two things I'm worried about are Oskarinen playing tanks, right? Because as you say, I don't think he had the best of times last mm. year. Yep. Yeah, and then if he do get that Enchanter shift from the bot lane as well trimby's not in exactly the most comfortable spaces yeah so the big question mark
0: but the rest wasn't as yeah and that's why
2: i feel like a huge amount of this and like even when you look at lpl and everything like that like don't get me wrong you have huge plays coming through from some of the top mid laners but it isn't about hey this mid laner card it's like oh this mid laner got this sick charm or this great annie engage or you know this nico engage right so i think a lot of this comes down to how much faith do i have in noah Mm. And well, knowing Trimby specifically, right? And that's where I'm not 100% certain on. Um, I think they could be absolutely godlike, but I don't know what Noah's communication is like. I don't know how Noah... Like Noah still looked good in Zero Tenacity, but is he like at AC level good, right? Because when you look at our bot lanes, our bot lanes are pretty strong in a lot of cases. And that's where I'm like, does a new bot lane with a completely unknown in, in Noah... Really match up to some of the best that we have, yep. and that's where I'm like probably leaning more B tier because I feel like that's going to be the difference maker here for Fnatic.
1: Valid points, I agree. I think the, the meta shift one is one that I like am agreeing on the most. I think when I think of Trimmy's melee supports that he can play, quote unquote, Rakan, I guess, mm-hmm. and Brown were like his things, you know, yeah, the Brown yeah. was his like his band aid for melee supports, his nice. Nautilus Leona were not exactly the best no, he fun. wasn't like yeah, yeah it he, just
0: wasn't like it wasn't like he was the hero of the day on the yeah he was champions. just he
1: was always the guy that would like break the meta with like trying to play things like nasus or or some random wacky supports with like senna or stuff like that to actually he was make the only so, people that could play lux in a lux Caitlyn lane yeah. he was yeah but know, he played it well so yeah
0: we're not I yeah,
1: yeah 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 um i can see where you're coming from i just mm-hmm. think that as much as our bot lanes are really strong and when i think of our strongest bot lanes i think of crowny yeah I'm not going to name sports. I'm just going to say ADs so name bot lanes. I think of Crowley, Hands, and uh, Upset. Those are the three bot lanes that, like, stand out to me the most. Mm-hmm. But it in a in a meta where it's, like, Zeri, Philios right now, especially with it being 13-11 for a while, I do think that the lanes aren't as punishing. Like, you, you can go even in lanes where, like, if you're playing Aphelios Jinx or Aphelios Zeri, it feels hard to, like, 2v2 dominate. To me, it's, like, yeah. very jungle-heavy impact of, like, Let's force dives and zone them off waves. And that's mm-hmm. how bot lane gets leads. And I Could think humanoid. Hit, yeah. Go ahead. I think humanoid Razorc are. As much as I agree with a lot of fan sentiment, like Razork had some really weird engages in some team fights, especially in the, in the group stage, in the knockout stage. Some of his engages on Vi and Sejuani were wild. Um, I do think their early to mid game is good. And I think. I'm a bit worried about humanoid champion pool as well, but I looked at his, his match history. He's playing a lot of Ari, a lot of Nico. Mm-hmm. So he's had a break, and I think he's realized he needs to pick up these champs. So I think as much as I agree with the the weaknesses they have, I think they've got their weaknesses covered.
0: Damn it. That's well, on me then, isn't it? Between <laughs> A and B. It's on you. Get called fanatic bias. Get blamed by fanatic fans. Those are my choices. I'll choose get called fanatic. I, I'm kind of with you. I, I think that the meta being so static when you're putting a new team together um, is a, is a solid thing to have and it simplifies a little bit in the beginning. So I, I'll say I very much expect that um fanatic could drop <laughs> down to b oh you're gonna put them in a so i'm gonna put them
2: in a but I see this know. is the thing for me look at the teams that are floating on the edges and i'm like i can already see like four we can teams we can bus. we
0: can edit this let's put them on the okay, line, okay. We'll on go the line. Then, yeah fanatic is yeah <coughs> put them on the line is on the line between a and b we'll see where they end up um as we go through more teams and so those are the first four teams that we covered again Fnatic between a and b c clearly for Koi and heretics description d for excel um And now we've got a couple more teams left. I want to start with the team that didn't go to MSI, and that team is BDS, because with the meta being the same, Mm -hmm. is it weird to say that they could still be an S-tier team in our league, or at very least an A-tier team in our league? Because I saw the finals, and I know people were hyped. I think they got exposed. I think nuclear champion pool does not seem very big. It seems like Cassio, Ori, Syndra... You know, and I think the Syndra was bad, so I didn't love the center. but it seems like that was his third choice. But, crowning LeBron, very good. The way that they played the game, still very good. I don't think that um, they're not playing in the finals versus Mad Lions. They're not playing these best of fives. And I think the way that they play is pretty stable for best of ones. So I feel like at the start of the season, and
2: 13-11 at the very least, I think BDS are set up to be one of our best teams. I think for BDS, this is the team where I'm like, I think we need to clarify on if this is regular season finish or if this is playoff finish. Yeah. Because I think that's the big difference maker for me because I think in playoffs, they do play a one-dimensional style. And if they yeah. don't, you know, start to change that at all, well, then they're going to get found out in playoffs again, which is exactly what I think happened. Um, to a certain extent, I think they also did choke. I mean, 2-0 up and then they don't get the win. Yeah. Kind of sucks. Yeah, their
1: gameplay was so weird in yeah. when they saw the game reversed.
2: But that's where I think if this is season, like I sorry regular split like I think this is where I put them in S tier. Like I genuinely think this is like the exact same split or meta where they want to be in. Where it's like, well, shove a scion up to the top side for Adam. He'll do his thing, and then he'll just like wander around like he did. He won't go to a lane. He'll just make sure that Grindy gets the farm, and then they pop off. But um, I think if you're still starting to talk about, okay, well, we're going in towards playoffs. Well, then I probably drop them down to A tier because teams have time to prep against them, and maybe they can't. It be teams will kind of figure them out how to play in the best of five.
0: Yeah, I think this is mostly for the start of the season because I'm with you. I I think that BDS, when it comes to being a truly great team Mm -hmm. and not just getting wins, like there's still work that they need to do to Mm -hmm. have more, I don't know, bows in the quiver, whatever you want to say, more options, more tools in their back pocket because we have seen this team be very good in exactly one meta with pretty much exactly one play style. Um, And the second that started to fall apart, they didn't really have anything else left. And um, while I expect them to have developed and certainly to feel very hungry after being so close, um, like, I, I, especially once we go over to a new patch, I'm just like, I have zero idea what to expect. Uh, uh, if we stay in this meta forever, I'm like, BDS is perpetually a top four yeah. team in our league until the end of time. If we don't, I'm like,
1: uh, I... I, I uh, i i want to believe like i really do i just think mid lane is gonna make this team collapse like to me nuke is a similar player in a sense to Larson, just less experienced yeah and he's like a again a mage heavy player like he's playing casio in the finals he's playing like champs like azir and stuff like this when it's ari any casante grega stuff like this and it's more about pushing waves and hovering to sides and it is scaling and playing for, for items and catching side waves the game is going to be a lot different when you have a Psy on top and your bot lane's winning and your mid can't move. Yeah, If he's adapted to this meta, I would agree, like regular season, they could be S tier. I'm just not sure if he's adapted to this meta. Like, I know this is the biggest question I have because we don't have the information, right? You look at Humanoid, you look at Larson, you look at at them not playing these champs and then coming to this meta and being like, can they? Um,
0: And uh, we were, and I will say, and this is an important note, is that we, while this has been the meta for a long time and probably was the meta through our playoffs, mm. People were not very good at Annie domestically. People were not very good at Ari domestically. So I'm with you now that there's been more time and people are basically forced to pick up and master these champions because that was a weakness that sh- probably should have existed in their in their great playoffs run, but didn't. Teams couldn't punish him up until the Mad Lions. Yeah, and so. Um, yeah, I think if Nuke is going to be successful, it kind of relies on no one else still being able to play those champions or him having picked up those champions. But again, that's not something we've seen from him yet.
1: The only info we can go off is solo queue. And he's actually, I haven't checked his solo queue account, but he's actually the one who probably impressed me the most. He's spamming Ari, spamming Kasante, spamming Annie. Looks like he's got a lot of games played on him. I think he's realized maybe this is the direction the meta is going in and this is the champions he needs to play whether we can execute it or not in the the stage games is another thing. He's playing Nico, So props to him. Like, it looks like he's practicing these champs more than the other mid laners. You know, Humanoid and stuff. When I looked at their solo queue accounts, they're still playing things like Jace and stuff. So so if that's a playstyle he can adapt to, then that changes their team. Because you say they're a one trick team and they're going to play mage mid, scaling bot, tank top. Now they're going to play engage mid and supportive mid. How do they look with that? You know, playing in solo queue is great and having good win rates is great. Now you have to have a voice in the team.
0: I don't think that nuke was so core to the team's success outside of a few very standout games again i think i don't want to oversell nuke but i don't want to undersell nuke either here um i don't think this team lives or dies on nuke personally i think the meta might live or die on mid lane but even when it was supposed to do that previously it wasn't really the case um so at least domestically always see
1: mm-hmm. um how do you what, so where do you put them what's your ranking i guess so is the my debates in my head was are they ARS tier I think and A my, feels my harder. my debate was what can Nuke play and can they play that style? And the fact that, I mean, his Casio was Perma Band, wasn't it in the final or something like? He was smurfing on Casio. Yeah, yeah they just. I, I would agree place. with Dagter and say S tier. I would take the take the risk and just say it. S tier. Yeah, regular, you just regular regular gave season. me a gajillion <laughs> reasons. I was thinking out loud of like. And I appreciate that. I'm just like I felt like you were arguing
0: to demote them, and now you're like S tier.
1: No, I'm the argument in my head was. They're a one-trick team. This will get them so far. If they can play other styles with Nuke playing these roaming mids and adapting to like the current meta of what mid lane looks like, that could transform the team in a positive direction or a really negative direction. But you give but you
0: want to give them the benefit of the doubt. I want to give
1: them benefit of the doubt and say they can probably pull it off.
0: I'm with you, to be honest. Like I, I, again, I don't know if BDS's style should have worked as because well. Because I'm did, also asking did. Dude. If they're not S tier, who is, you know? Yeah. And it's hard because the thing is the last time we saw BDS outside the finals they were sick, and the most recent games <laughs> we have from Matt and G two are them just getting blasted, <laughs> but
1: by obviously a much higher caliber of team so it's it's tough um because even G two like if we if we're gonna move on to them later on anyway like yeah just yeah, let's it. just swap G- they were our fourth seed yeah at mSI they were like our fourth place team they lost to Koi in the first round, then beat them again, and then lost in the best of five against Mad Lions and got knocked out. And it's like, that's G2. And then they went to MSI, did did a decent yeah. performance, What won a game against PLG. How good a G2? <laughs> you tell me. I have no idea, dude. I have no idea. <laughs> I, the thing is, again, with the meta being b-
0: very stale, you would assume that they could um, shake things up. But they could have done that in our playoffs yeah. too. And it didn't, it didn't, yeah. and then... Crap... Uh, <laughs> I said traps. caps caps
1: looks caps, caps just looks yeah. bad caps like it was struggling
0: I mean the thing is is I think that for the first time in his entire career caps no longer has uh, you know the uh, la- the yeah. the plot armor the benefit of the doubt and that's not a narrative it just means that like when players hit a certain caliber you trust that they're going to show up when it matters you know what I mean historically perks was that player he's probably not that player anymore and caps is now coming out of that stage of his career and it's not that he can't go back but it's that um caps is no longer the guy you trust to make magic happen you know like you look at caps and you look at who he's playing against in you know the peak years of his career and you're like he can do some shit Mm -hmm. i look at caps at msi and i'm like damn that's a tough matchup he's gonna get he's gonna be struggle like i do like he's no longer superhuman he no longer gets that benefit of the doubt Yeah. yeah he got bullied and again chovey's awesome but historically yeah. caps was a player that you were like yeah. no matter who he went out against you're like he'll he's find a us. way yeah. he can figure it out he can make it work um and i think that's not there anymore and i think that um i think that hurts the team a lot uh, yep. you talk about mid collapsing on bds and i think g2 it's not champion pool i think it's certainly performance issues and i hope caps can figure it out because he's a player that like he's the western goat he is uh in my eyes and i think that like it would you know i, I this is not what i want to see from caps and what anyone wants to see from caps and i'm while i want to be hopeful uh msi did not restore that hope the playoffs run domestically didn't restore that hope mm-hmm. and so to me even though i think that g2 overall is a really good team do i trust them to walk into a best of five against um a composed bds or mad lions and immediately smash them what do you reckon i'm know. kind
2: of in the same boat as draco's where it's like like i trust their bot lane i think the bot lane is sick um, and especially the fact that they can actually play aggressive picks like draven is going to make things a little bit easier for them um just because again if you have to ban that and it looks really good at the moment you're in a great spot but yeah i don't know the caps Again, it's not even, as you say, like champion pool issues, you know he's going to be able to play the Annies and the Aries and everything else. But it's like when you see him for the fourth time in a couple of weeks now, overextending the mid lane and getting collapsed on, you're like, mate, you know you're not supposed to do this. Um, It's hard to fully trust in G2. I still think they are A tier. Like, they're still going to be one of our best teams. But it does feel like... Especially after watching MSI, like G2 was always the team that you kind of looked at and even Fnatic back in like 2018 and stuff where you're like, these are the teams that can go up against the LCK and the LPLs of the world. But it just feels like right now, they're just, that magic is gone. Uh,
0: but I, it is important to note as much as like we're talking about Caps, and, like the yeah, magic yeah. is gone. He is still, pl- he's playing domestically. He's, he doesn't yeah, have yeah, to play
1: yeah. LPL, LCK. The, yeah, the, the, the one thing I was just going to say quickly on that is because I preface the idea of G2 with a lot of negatives saying like how bad they, they looked or like their recency. But also, if you think about it and contextualize their series and kind of zoom in a bit, you know, the BLG series, they're 1-1. They should have won that game three. You know, the Janna pick was working. If yeah. they've actually played that team fight better, they probably would have won that game. If they flashed the charm, for example, and they turn, uh, if BB doesn't stop, stopwatch, obviously that didn't impact the fight as much. But on paper, they were matching up a little bit and then they collapsed after that game and then they lost game four really hard. So <laughs> not bad performance overall in that actual series. If you zoom in a bit. But then yeah. again, you have to contextualize the rest of the split as well and their playoffs performance and everything leading up to it. Uh, so I would agree as an A tier.
2: I think the only thing that would might bump them up to S tier for me is like, how much can they cook? Like if this is actually turning into a meta where you've got like flexing into jungle that goes top, then goes mid and does all the, the fancy things. Well, then maybe this is actually a team but that not,
1: could do it. But they're tank champions you're flexing. Like you're, you're yeah. flexing yeah. champs like yeah. Scion and Nautilus. But,
2: but
0: even yeah. then, I think like... It- I think that if this was best of three or best of five, I would actually feel more comfortable putting G2 in A tier. But I think best of one, if we still believe in G2 to Cook, like best of one is the time yeah. to cook.
1: Like you can get edge. I'm really torn. Is, is best do. of one the time to cook? Where did they finish in spring? Didn't they finish like fourth, yeah. third? Did you remember
0: third? like third. all the pantheon stuff that they tried. Like yeah. it didn't work out as cleanly in best of three. But if that was just a best of one, that yeah. first game versus beat, they win. You know? Man, yeah.
2: Pantheon. So what do you think? Yeah, but I mean, that is only the first three weeks, right? You still got to get through groups, and I think that's yeah. But this
0: is just start yeah. of the season. Like you know yeah. what I mean? Like like I I don't know. It's really hard. i I.
1: I know that they're working a lot outside the game. Like we saw them doing like all these workouts together and stuff. And like they're probably doing a lot of games. Like the
0: team environment seems good. Like I've talked to the team. I saw them on media days briefly. Like they seem like they're doing good. Like in terms of the team atmosphere. I think it's just, it's just like, and I don't want to put more pressure on Caps, who I'm sure is already putting a ton of pressure on himself. He's not super pleased with his own performance, but like that's kind of the missing piece of the puzzle. For me right now. It,
1: the, the reason I, I'm against S tier is because when, when we were looking at G2 in coming into playoffs, we were like, oh, the regular season was a bit shaky. Caps is rank one. G2 is like done cooking. They're back in business. They lost their best of five. Yeah. Okay, well, all my hopes gone. Like, you, yeah. this was supposed to be the time, you know? Caps, everyone's back. No one's yeah. back. So that's why I'm reserved for S tier.
2: Yeah. I think it's A. I think A.
0: Yeah, I think it's a, t- it's, it's a very tough call. I think if people at home are making tier lists and they want to put G2 and S tier, I can understand how you would get there. But I think that... Uh yeah, I just there's a few too many question marks and there's a few too much that you have to bet on right now. There's put too much like G2
1: leverage, like their historic stuff of like what they can do, it's fading a bit. You know, yeah. like they're fine in the regular season, oh they'll make it in playoffs. That stuff's like, kinda of dwindles for me. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's dwindled a little bit. And I think that they have a chance to to prove us wrong. And I think a lot of it does. I think the problem is if we put them in S tier, we're basically just assuming that they have broken like a lot of that hinges on assuming that they have broken the meta wide open, yeah. which as you highlighted is given what we've seen from other regions, less likely to be something cool and sexy like a Pantheon and more likely to be a, a weird tank flex, which yeah, just yeah. Isn't, isn't as game-defining as yeah. uh, the Belveth out of nowhere or whatever.
1: Yeah. Should we move on to, like, SK? SK. SK. It's fifth place. Then they bombed in best of threes. To me, they're just like a middle-of-the-table team.
2: I actually think this is the team that benefits the most from the minion changes. Because if you think back to SK, it was like the second you played against SK, it was like, we're four-man bot again and again and again and again and again. And then it was like, execute doesn't get to play the game. Mm. So I actually think for SK, the fact that they can now lane 2v2 is a mega bot for this team. But my only <laughs> counterpoint would be a lot of the wins SK got
1: was it Winter or Spring? I'm not sure. They played Elise, didn't they? And like, the Elise was banned against them that a lot. That was Winter. Oh, yeah. was it Winter they played yeah. Elise? What did they, let me have a look in Summer. Because I remember the first thing I think of SK is Mark Hoon just spam summer. diving so bots so with spring, Elise.
0: Spring was a, a season for SK that really lacked coordination. Yeah. The game I remember the most clearly was they played Rumble Wukong uh, as a oh, duo. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. they were just throwing random yeah. Like SK really collapsed on a team level in their final best of three at the end of the season. My thing on SK is, I think they hit the ground running. I think they've got a good team environment, and that made winter look fantastic. I think we saw a lot of potential for these players, but I think the team that I feel like is just getting past at this stage is, is SK. Yeah. Uh, because, and, and again, they've had an entire offseason, but I think the momentum that they had in winter has clearly dwindled off. And unless they come in and hit the ground running again, it's like, I don't really, I don't, to me, SK is a C tier team. I would put them alongside yeah. Koi, alongside Heretics. Yeah, I agree. They could surprise us and end up in B, but I'm not going to put them on the same tier as XL. I think that's uh, disingenuous. I think that's not fair to how well they 100%. have performed. Yeah. But they, they I can't comfortably put them above Koi or Heretics at all, right? And so to me, it's just very natural but to slot I, them I would C. put them like
1: uh, in C above Heretics, for example. You know what i Oh, I'm well, yeah. Heretics
0: barely scraped in because of yeah. you both,
1: so yeah. yes. With the changes <laughs> we, we like argued, yeah. but I would agree like, there's not much to touch on this team, but yeah, you're right. They were cooking a few things. I remember now with the with the with the um, with the rumble and stuff like this, and they lost like seven or eight games in a row going into the knockouts. Markun's
0: Wu Kong was really like. I mean, yeah. most Wu were pretty crap domestically for our region, to be completely honest. Like,
1: like I like this team when when Mar-kun's on a carry, you know. But when, it's just yeah. the carry jungle meta is it's when hard Mar-kun to pull off. gets to gank. Good team. Yeah, yeah. agreed. And Surtis when he can like roam around, play things yeah. like Estalia, get the ball rolling. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it's, it's a bit harder. Like uh, I was talking about them. You talked about the mini changes. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a bit harder to get the ball rolling on those side lanes as much anymore. And I think to me, SK is like our benchmark. That's, God, sorry. <laughs> benchmark. <laughs> this is middle-ish of the pack, maybe yeah. a little bit yeah. lower. Uh, They'll like probably have a decent, like a fine regular season, maybe like seven, they make, six.
0: They make top eight for sure. How they do in best of threes remains to be seen. But like this is a team I think clearly. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. Them this. not making top eight would be a surprise. Them in the I
2: think those I think they'll could hit six seven. I think that's where I kind of have. I actually genuinely think looking back on their games, like the amount of crap that got sent towards their bot lane, which was the big talking point for them in winter. I think you could see her, like them coming back here. But I do think I agree with you. Mark Coon's the big question mark for me, because it just doesn't feel like he's really found his footing outside of the Elises and that kind of stuff. Um, and then just being able to play around bot lane a lot. And especially now when you don't have, well, Sertis can't really play. You can play Taliyan and stuff, but it's just not really finding those opportunities to roam as much. That's where I'm a little bit more worried. But I think this is where we'll probably see a revival for Kick and DOS, because I think they'll actually be allowed to play the game. Um, and that's where I have a little bit more faith in them. But I agree. I think it's like 6-7 is probably not going to push uber high yeah. i just think we're going to see a better version of sk this yeah week. and
1: there's not much else to talk about really is it they're like, like the end of their spring yeah. season was weak i'm looking at it now i remember they were like falling they're like they, they hit the ground running really hard and we're like oh this is sk from winter like they yeah, the yeah. Kicks yeah. back. like they're yeah. so blah, blah, good and then x kick faded away the marcoon plays like faded away and then they get to the group stage and they're just yeah. rolled so
2: i think as well it's just it's the perfect meta for irrelevant right he's like Sion jack's player so yeah cool so I mean, it could help, but yeah, I think it's really a case of how much can bot lane do the carrying, and I think that's where it's kind of like a, well, you still have insane 80 carries at the moment, so.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, next up, let's talk about Astralis. This is an easy one, and I think this one will decide a lot about where Fnatic's place. Actually, we can, we can, we can move Fnatic last, I think, probably. Astralis, this is a team that, um, again, regular season, Kings, the leader style, very good, um, became less good. As time went on, I think uh, the teams that played against them described their style as fight, fight, fight. We will fight you wherever you <laughs> want to fight. We will show up. Uh, you will assume that you are safe and you are not safe. And as teams cleaned up their gameplay, as we headed into best of threes, this looked a lot less good than it did in best of ones. Um, again, leader kind of shaking up the play style, but at the end of the day, Kabi, amazing regular yep. season. Amazing split. Again, shout out to Kabi. Six season. Yeah, they have one of the best bot lane uh, You know. He is the 80 carry equivalent of Yanko. I, Yanko's had the hard carry That's not as fair. But, like, he's another player that, despite the team not always being 100%, has just been having that massive impact individually. Um, and i'm arguing that they're in b tier. It's the empty only empty tier right tier right now. Quick recap for everyone listening along. S tier is BDS, a tier is G2 Fnatic hovering between a and b yet to be finally placed. C tier is KOI Heretics, SK and D is XL. I mean, yeah. They
1: they yeah. finished second place in the regular season right. So but the thing is to me they're such a volatile team, you know. It's like leader what what these new lethality item changes for example. Yeah. Does this benefit leader or does this hurt leader? Is Talon and Zed now even stronger? Yeah. Kiana, yeah. I think we already saw Kiana in the LPL. Yeah, yeah. Who, was it IG? Someone was playing Kiana in the LPL. I remember seeing it. Um, anyway, does this benefit or hurt him? That's the thing I'm questioning because even I don't know. You know, you look at me, I'm like, do I know the answer to the, the, the item changes for mid lane? I don't actually. I haven't seen it much played still. I don't know if that's because teams or players are just sticking with whatever the meta is right now or they haven't tried it or it's just bad. So it could be a flip. Uh, and leader's always been a secret solo queue account. I've hunted for a solo queue account everywhere. It's unknown, I don't know what his account is. So he's playing on a, on a secret account somewhere. So whatever Leader's doing in his hyperbolic time chamber, we're gonna find out. <laughs> it's either great or terrible. And um, yeah, I think they do still have one of the best bot lanes in the league. And also, 1-1-3, I think was, as much yeah. as this guy is the biggest psychopath I've ever seen. <laughs> I think like, he, he and Leader good. work super he's well good, together. Yeah. Like, like, this like guy's
0: it, good. when teams can slow, from what we saw, at least again in spring, and teams will change a lot, even if the meta doesn't. Um, when you can slow this team down, you really start to see the holes in their game plan. Mm -hmm. It feels like their strategy to win the fight is always just to be more aggressive than you. Which, you know, if we're talking street fights, is how a lot of people win street fights. Do you you remember? But if talking fencing matches, you
1: lose every fencing match with that strategy. Like, his his regular season was good, but then you remember that graphic we had where it's like his last four games... He went 27080807. And he, like, if you like, added it all up, he was like 230, two kills, 30 deaths. And that, like, that's 113. You know, he's yep. like the Hillisang on steroids in the jungle. I think, yeah, I don't, I,
0: I think 113 is like another Maorang style player where, like, um, this man ganks. This man is clearly working well with leader. And clearly his goal is to impact the map. I think it's a bit one note at the moment and I think it could hurt him as time goes on but like from a player that looked really underwhelming when we first saw him truly came alive in spring
1: alongside leader but then he failed in groups really hard
0: yeah failed in groups really hard but like that again it worked really well for them in best of one I I don't think Astralis is a C tier team I would put Astralis in B I think their bot lane alone is so reliable I think Finn has been pretty reliable do I think that there is Finn is gonna outclass every lane maybe not even though he has been he's been looking pretty good in solo queue from what I can recount he's been like you kind of want to believe in Finn with how good he consistently looks yeah. in SoloQ. Um, and I think the leader 113 one, train, um, yes, it got stopped in best of threes, but until people stop it in best of ones, I have faith. Now, faith does mean B tier. Faith does not mean A tier. <laughs> I would not put them on the same tier as G2. Um, even if Caps like mm. sprints it in a mid lane, which again, I don't think Caps is that poor performing. Um g is just, yeah, I still think I cut
2: above. Yeah, I think the the thing for me is when you look at the big picks that are in the jungle at the moment, um, we didn't see Wu Wukong for 1-3 at all. Like literally just didn't play it. His Vi I also wasn't mega impressed on. He's a four games, no win rate. Um, because I don't think he's particularly he's very good at like, as you say, like playing like a bit of a psychopath, getting into the enemy jungle, like getting his lanes ahead. But I think when you actually come back to okay, these are champions that you kind of need to be the engaged setup. That's where he started to fall apart for me, even when I looked at his kite, there was a couple of team fights where I was like, why in the name of God are you throwing your ultimate here? And I think if you are then going to rely on him to kind of play these champions, I think that's where it'll cause issues as well. Um, now you still have like Orn and stuff on the top side and technically Sion, but I think it's just a lot of when I look at like LPL or LCK, it is the jungler that's actually starting off the fights a lot of the time, so that's where I just don't have the most confidence in him, so... I'd be, I'd be happy enough putting him in B. Yeah, he's yeah.
1: engaged for a bit scuffed. And then he was playing things like Jarvan and like Trundle yeah, and like exactly. all of these yeah, Sins hour, I remember as well, where he's like flipping the 1v1 against Bo and then losing it. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> he gets caught a lot. He needs to stop the 1-1-3 int that he does every now and then. But when he's on point, like he can shut the enemy jungler down pretty hard and him and leader will just be nutcases through the map. So I'm happy with B. Mm-hmm. B seems fair. All right. Astralis have the potential. We'll see how
0: far they go. Uh man or vitality you got two teams Mad left. is
1: so hard, man. Like yeah. the thing is the thing is with this tier list, a lot of people maybe at home were like, well, this looks similar to spring, or maybe you we're doubting some teams and being a bit Nancy negative. But it's like we haven't seen them play in like what two months, some of these teams. And yeah. we haven't seen the any of their is, meta shifts as well. It's like, dude.
0: When mad click, they're really good. And like the thing that stresses me out is I don't want to rehash all the MSI drum, but there was that like big drama over like whether or not niski looked sad enough when he lost are you
1: wait are you smiling right though <laughs>
0: yeah bro and when i'm you're like ta- don't I, smile no, when you're talking about i just this. don't even want to get into that because that's just a <laughs> shit show but if you've missed it there's just like a lot of stress and drama around this team and i think from behind the scenes i had heard rumors of like difficult relationships and i just when matt are getting along matter a good fucking team and niski and this gragas meta great and i just don't that shit i find very unsettling because the behind the scenes stuff is so hard to put into words but when mad are performing i i feel like we would have to put mad in s tier on bds but it also feels wrong i will yeah. say that already and that's just that element of me not knowing what's behind the scenes but knowing that it could have been what impacted the performance negatively in the past
1: so yeah and, and mac tweeted after msi saying things like you know this is not us like everything collapsed everything's wrong and yeah. I agree, when things are when things are going right, they're one of the best teams, when things are going wrong, they're terrible, uh, they just fall apart and I mean you can see that clearly at MSI, we don't need to beat a dead horse, but they were terrible at MSI, that was a abysmal performance and every international event Mad Lions goes to, they suck, that's just a fact, every yeah. international, they can't get through planes, they can't beat NA in best Five, whatever it may be, they they can't do anything at MSI, no damage, that's it. So. Domestically they're so good, and that's why it's so frustrating. Because you look at every time we do these tier lists, the most recent thing was an international, and they sucked at it. Yeah. And then you go to the regular season, and they're good again, uh, or maybe not the regular season, but you know what I mean, like the best of five scenario. I, so to me, they're like S slash A tier. They're like on the line.
0: I think we have to
1: put them S <laughs> because like. No, we can't. No, nope. can't. Can't do it.
0: I think Aww. we have. They can't
1: beat BDS. They. Beat G2.
0: Their run was good. They were so consistently good. Um, and yeah, there's the one fanatic game and like if things had gone different. But you like...
1: Know, I think here's my base take before you go ahead, Dad, because mm-hmm. I know you have probably got a lot to talk about
2: this. Remove
1: S tier.
0: You What, you think it's all just A? <laughs> I, I, I'm in the past I, so, have been opposed to an S tier reason
2: The reason I think they're A anyway, like I still think we hold on to S, but I think the reason they're A is when I look back at the reason they won playoffs, it was Chasey going god mode. Like, yep. Chasey popping the hell off on like, he went to Jace, the Gwen, he was, even his Cassante game, he was popping the hell off. So look, he has Cassante, right? But if I'm going back to, well, you're on science, Judy mate. It's like, go carry. <laughs> like, it's not really going to be there. If I look at it a 2v2, do I fully trust Carsey and Hilly? Like, eh. And especially if we're going for Enchanters at the start, like even at MSI where we had Enchanter meta, he played Annie and that was it. Otherwise it was Pikes and everything else. Like he didn't actually play the Enchanter meta. Yeah. Um, and then it comes back to, yes, you've got, like I think Niski will do well. Like the Gragas meta, as you say, I think Azari's grand. I think Oyoya will actually do really well this meta because it's like it's the Wukongs and all that kind of <laughs> stuff. is also happy. class.
0: I think Oyoya's their best Yeah. Jungler.
2: But it's like, can I trust side lanes? I don't know 100%. And um, outside of Izaya... I don't think Karzis, Aphelios is pretty, particularly good. I the think Karsis it's, is yeah. Filiuses. And then you're like, when you start to go back to <laughs> <Yes. laughs> looks so, It wasn't me. That's Karzis coming back. That's old man Karzis, the wizard Yeah, back, <laughs> you he He believes me. in Yeah, it just
0: came out of nowhere. The original pitch for that video, yeah. by the way, there were 20 Karzis. <laughs> we didn't have the time or the makeup artists, but there were like 30 <laughs> co- like different Karzis from like the multiverse were going to appear.
2: Had to scope it back. Is there. this where you bring in AI to just do AI cards that all over the place? ChatGPT wins um, the league. There <laughs> yes. it is. But this is the thing, right? I genuinely, I think when it comes down to it, um, I think Karziz is class. But I think if I look towards his other picks, I'm not as hot with what's strong in the meta. And I just don't think they're able to match up toe-to-toe. Um, I think we got Chasey going in insane. Like Chasey's just nuts in playoffs and I think that's what carried them but when I actually look at them with this meta that we're coming into I don't think Chasey can be the difference maker again
0: yeah and I'm curious what this meta looks like for us because again Ari Wukong was popular for so long and I hold on to the fact that domestically 95% of Ari Wukong games were just trash from LEC teams and Adam played Scion in playoffs and still we saw these answers coming in from Chasey so Maybe it'll be different, but if it is on paper as it appears to be in every region, it's pl- well, L-S-K-L-P-L, Um I'm inclined to agree. Um, it feels very weird to leave BDS alone in S tier, but I think the in the context of the meta we're coming into, they feel like the most re- the safest bet, the most reliable team to bet on. I mean, it's the thing is, it... you want to remove S and put everyone on no, no, top no, your no. teams on S So, A. so
1: the argument I'm going to say like say here is like. I think BDS and S tier makes sense, but I can see why it also doesn't make sense because, you know, you look at G2 and Matt, they went to MSI, but domestically, G2 were the fourth seed and BDS rolled everyone, finished first in the regular season and choked the finals. And who else did that? Rogue. And who did we put in S tier all the time? You know, teams like Rogue, you know, like this team's going to destroy the regular season. No, And this is the thing, like I think BDS, it looks weird, but to be honest, domestically, they are, yeah, S tier.
0: I'm haunted with BDS by the fact that their play style was so one-note. That's what yeah. hurts me. Is because I think that while BDS, their run was still incredible, mm. specifically mid lane champion pool hurts and specifically at the way that Adam played top lane, while very successful, when he finally went up against who was going god mode, someone who was actually going to punish him dropping yeah. every other wave, going mid all the time, it really fell apart. And teams watch that. Teams can learn from that. Do they have a caliber of top lane that can match that? A lot of teams don't. Um, I think can't really yeah, punish yeah, that. And on the,
1: on the one hand, you know, if you say S tier, they're going to win the split. That's what you're basically saying in S tier. And on the other hand, you could say, well, yeah, BDS. It could be just a lucky run. You know, maybe they fall apart in in summer and they finish like third or fourth place and they're average. But if you look at spring, you're, it's it's really hard to say that they're not going to be one of our best I, teams. BDS
0: top three regular season, at least in the best of one stage, easy. And yeah. I think I think thirteen, uh, 13 1313, is that what it is? Yeah. yeah So many numbers. I kept, accent- yeah. I watched, accidentally watched a 1211 patch review for an hour yesterday before I realized <laughs> oh, what was no. going on. I was like, there's another durability update. This feels completely incorrect.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was like five minutes. But do, do you think we're overselling PDS? No, we're not. Right. So I
2: think the way I have it in my head is like, if I look at like percentages, as you say, for like top three or top two, I'm like, I can see our old Ramad hit top three, right? But I don't, like, if I think about it, it's like I am, like, 90% certain BDS are going to hit top 3. Yeah,
0: right? which I don't have the same. Like, I know G2 will make top 8. I know Matt yeah. will make top 8. I'm not convinced of any particular position they're going to okay. end in. Whereas, yeah. like, BDS in... Which feels wild to I me. Mean, feel like the safest bet of any yeah. team to perform. Kind of like you highlighted with Old Rogue. Uh, You know, like, this is a team that they do their thing and they do it well. And if it gets exposed, they could immediately collapse. But... Outside of one series against MAD, no team in our league could stop them. Yep.
2: And this is the conversation I used to have a lot with Lyric and Ox when we used to do tier lists in the LPL. Is like, it depends on how you like rate the teams. Are you going to go with their baseline, this is what I expect from the teams? Or is it when you see the high highs? Because I was much more the guy of like, I'm going to play it safe. I think BDS are the team that have a very defined style. They can play it well. The meta suits them. I think their baseline average is going to be the highest. But then it depends on if you go, because Lyric would always go the opposite route where he was like, I am going for... And they hit the high highs, and they hit that. That's what I think is yeah. the best team. So and I think I, it depends on how you rank that. So he sure. was a
0: top esports, fan. but I also yeah, he was. <laughs> well, he was but a V five guy. I don't think you have to be consistent for every team because you don't have to believe in everything equally. And I think that's Fair. a lot of the context we've shared. You guys, for example, again, Heretics ending up in C tier is because you believe in that mid jungle duo. Yeah, that is still not a guaranteed. That is yeah. still a thing that we need to see happen. And in the same way that uh, you know, you if you believed in Caps, if you really believe like, nah, it was a fluke. Caps coming back full strength, it would be very easy to put G two mm. in S tier right cool right one more team uh vitality, vitality. I'll oh, i beat yeah. here man i i like vitality it's like i can't keep talking about how good they are on paper i want to believe they're I not believe. they're not a paper team no the they pa- are
1: that's a problem they are a paper they, they team. they are paper but they, they, pa- they,
0: the <laughs> paper has looked good for a long damn time and i the paper has literally yeah. been wrong every the, time the thing is
1: superstars only get you so far the amount of like times i've had hope and believed yeah. and said like no, we've got this signing and someone, this signing. Someone and has falsely
0: attributed to me, but I stole it from a YouTube comment, is uh, Vitality always, you always place them two tiers higher than they belong and they always finish two tiers lower yeah. than anyone expects. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it's,
1: yeah. it's kind of like, eventually, if you keep just signing superstars, maybe it'll work, but it just yeah. isn't no. working for the last two years. What?
0: No. Stop.
1: <laughs> Man- Man- Manchester City. Well, not, I'm not very a big football guy, but all the tweets I see about Manchester City, is like, look how much money they spent and now they won the league, you know? It's like, eventually you'll get there, years of doing it, maybe one of them will click, but yeah, this Vitality roster.
0: And I believe that they
1: will get better. Again, they have
0: such a good roster, mm-hmm. but I have no faith. If I completely believed in Vitality, they'd be an A tier, but I don't, and I don't think no. anybody should.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I would put them in B, but above Astralis. I do think they're like a better yeah. team than Astralis. Um, and uh, that's where I would rate them. And I would teeter them between like, is this team better than the new version of Fnatic? Maybe there's, I think Fnatic's probably slightly better at the moment. Fnatic going uh, B. Be... Can you swap Vitality and <laughs> Astralis around? Yeah. You um, want,
0: you want, where do you want? What? I but, don't understand what you think this says. So These I, aren't
1: ordered, bro. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought they were ordered of like, this team, like, closer no, to the letter he- means they're better.
0: Oh, no. Cause then, cause then I have to put Heretics all the way over here because they barely scraped in to see. And I'm so happy to be wrong, but you guys fought for that with your lives. <laughs> so I just have to keep calling it out. All right, gentlemen, S-tier BDS, A-tier G2, Mad Lions, B-tier Astralis Vitality, C-tier Koi Heretics, SK, D-tier XL. There is one last order of business. Fanatic. currently oh. teetering between <laughs> A and B. You have to make a choice. Why, we why, have why to can't make we a leave a choice. him in the middle? You know, no, I'm not inventing B plus, a B-plus tier a four minus. Fnatic. <laughs> here's the thing we talked I'm about so earlier. It's, right. it's do
2: you believe. Here's the I thing. I believe. You believe. Do you believe they're better than Vitality? I think that's the break, the breaker for me.
1: Yes, I do. Do you believe they're better than Vitality? <sighs> but I don't believe
0: in Vitality at all. That's why Vitality uh-huh. is. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's why. That's the problem. Their players are so good, but I yeah. don't I don't believe.
1: Are they upper echelon B tier plus? I huh? mean, they, I'm
0: <laughs> if, if we were rating an order, I would be happy to put. No, I wouldn't. Uh, that's so <laughs> bad, dude. This is so bad. I believe the problem is. I, I love humanoid when B. humanoid is good. I think he's B. so good. I think he like. But I ju- do. I really like. Do I You're really? Voting B? I think upset I B,
2: in a meta where you get to just two v two the bot lane is gonna absolutely destroy. And in that, if I'm writing Vitality or Fnatic, I'm like I put Vitality ahead.
1: I agree. I put them in B. <laughs> that's a good point that's a good point right, so let's just let's just all right final tier list yeah.
0: one more time for all of you in podcast and by the way land. this is
1: not like astralis for example isn't better than vitality Phanatic in b tier it's These not are just ordered B-tier. no order it's not ordered yeah
0: if you want the context of where they are you hear it across this entire podcast yeah. bds is s tier a tier g2 mad lions b tier astralis vitality fanatic c tier koi Heretics, SK, D tier, XL. pretty even spread. Yeah, surprisingly, I like it. I like it. Um, well, it worked out well. Yeah. yeah. That said, um, we're just gonna have to see. That's the thing about these yeah. tier lists. We, I have
1: no doubt that we will look back at this. Yeah, in three we'll, weeks, and we'll be horribly and wrong. Feel like absolute <laughs> idiots. Heretics will win the splits. SK will win the splits. G two will be last place. Like you know, it's I believe this classic.
0: tier list thoroughly. Um, <laughs> mostly uh (laughs) somewhat somewhat slightly yeah anyway uh thank you guys for talking with me about the 10 teams today for all of us talking together hope you guys enjoyed it one last order of business is to talk about week one coming up a lot of banger games i'll just run through the schedule it's saturday sunday monday the start time is 6 p.m berlin time you have to convert that Lolly sports has a schedule the wiki pages have a schedule i can't convert that for you i'm not good at that anyway saturday sunday monday starting with mad vitality Team Maradex XK, I'm not going to read the whole schedule. Banger Games, day one, G2 BDS. Day two, Mad G2 looking kind of fire. Uh, Day three, Koi Mad, Fnatic G2. What are you guys excited
1: about? I'm excited for Mad G2. Yeah. I'm just excited for that because G2 were like, oh, if we beat Mad, we would have won the finals. And Mad were like, oh, we beat you, shut up. So I'm excited to see that game. That's true. Yeah,
2: I think for me, it's G2 BDS because I just want to see how both these teams match up. Like, it's, I think that's going to give us an answer to what BDS looks like. Yeah, It's such a perfect
0: yeah. start to what is a very stale meta. Because you have yeah. one team that benefits, on paper, so much from the meta remaining mostly the same. And then you have another team that will for
1: sure try to play some yep. whack shit. I, I, and I am ready for that. I'm here for all the Astralis games, too. Like, I'm ready oh. for the cooking. I'm ready for leader. To just I just un- forget. I know. Sometimes I, I forget know. that we still have leader. <laughs> this is the
0: first, like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, no offense to leader, but he's usually, like, here and then he's gone. And yep. so, like... I forgot that's a good ass point. Yeah. Every Astralis game is kinda hype yep. with new assassin itemization that was so overshadowed yep. by AD carry itemization that I that didn't we didn't even really talk about it. They're gonna first of,
1: pick Zed and trade it for Zero Yumi. That's what I wanna see. That, <laughs> what? That's
0: wrong on so Ultra many levels. Move. <laughs> and if you want to hear more statements like that, um you can check out Cade on the stream. No, that's stream co-streaming. Bats. That's not. No, I know it's no. not. <laughs> uh, anyway, you're still co-streaming. <laughs> yeah. We're all going to be on show this weekend. Check it out, LEC Week One. This is the summer split. Reminder: summer split, six weeks. At the end of that, the top six teams will move on to our season finals, which ends uh, in Montpellier, Occitania, I think. Occitania. Yeah. yeah. I have to say the whole thing. Anyway, um, probably screwed up. Which is going to be dope. I'm so excited oui. to be back in France. Um, so yeah, brace yourself. League of Legends, it's coming your way. It's coming hot and fast, fresh, delicious. Saturday, Sunday, Monday, we'll be there. Thank you for watching. This has been Euphoria episode 14. We'll see you next week for episode 15.